The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered. Twelve. I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. It's a loaded Wednesday, right? Wednesday. How are you, boys and girls? Welcome into another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapan, the book, Matt Peralt, the Bostonian. This will be a record, boys and girls. We've never had... Three straight days of two guests in every single show. No. This is a first. Yes. Julian Edlow, DK Sportsbook, is in the green room. He will be here in just one second. Coach Young coming on later. Yes. Football, we're doing basketball. How are you? What time have you been up since? And how was the sleep study last night? I sent you the picture of me in the sleep study. I got wired up, plugged up. My head had stickers all over it and wires, and they said, go to sleep. I said, what are you talking about? I got a layer like this, and I'm wearing this heart monitor thing, and the guy says, yeah, just just relax. Turn the lights out. Just go to sleep. We'll keep an eye on you all night. Perfect. So checked a couple scores. I went to sleep. The Flyers were losing. I woke up. The Flyers lost. That was interesting. Um, The Penguins were playing a boring, tight game. They won. So – it was the last thing that I saw, and I woke up this morning at 4.30 in the morning. I told the guy, I'm ready to go. Get this stuff off me. So we've been up since 4.30 in the morning. I missed a quick nap uh, after the kids went to school or wherever the hell they went. And we're here. We texted Jules early. Jules said, absolutely. He's ready to go. JY said he'll be here. We got a big day in the NBA to discuss with the boys. Yeah. And then, of course, everything else. Killed it yesterday with Jessica and Eli with uh, you know the Massachusetts stuff and college basketball. Creighton, my goodness gracious, we'll get to that in a second. That team looks uh, – I only saw highlights, but I saw the score kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It didn't matter. Team total, first half, game spread, check, 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 <laughs> check. Just it was all over it. Um, yeah. yeah, it was good. So, yeah, we're, uh, we're ready to go. It's Wednesday. We, we set the record for likes on Monday. It was up to 115. I just checked it. We answered some of the comments on there. Again, thank you guys for doing that. When you come in here for Roll Call Friday, you know, mm-hmm. you, you announce where you're from, where you're watching it from. Uh, every day, if you can make it part of the routine, just hit the like button on the way in or while we're sitting here waiting for the show to start at the ish time. It's helping. Something's going on with the algorithm. Things are happening. And we got... Doubleheader guests three days in a row because they said you couldn't do it. Told me, oh, you can't get guests every day. No, really? We could. Um, can she you get two? Oh, maybe. Yeah, we could. Only if they're quality guests like today's are, like every day is. That's what we do here on the BVB. All right. Let's go to the South Shore of my He's home ready. state of Massachusetts. Let's go and jump in and talk to our friend Julian. Born ready. Edlow. Born ready. One Mr. Julian Edlow. Oh, we back got the nice shot too. Look B- at this guy. Back on the BVB. 
Wow, you wow. are logoed the fuck out. Wow. Look well, at you. We're logoed, we're logoed <laughs> up because we're not at the South Shore, the basement office in my home. We are at DKHQ, Back Bay, Ooh. downtown. Those Ooh. commercials, they don't film themselves, guys. Emerson and I were in the studio getting them done earlier. You know, it's funny. not there now, is he? No, when those are over, okay. he immediately steals a bunch of candy and drinks from the kitchen <laughs> and goes home. So... And cheese. Uh, uh, and cheese. And cheese too, yes. Uh, so, so Dave, I'm sitting on a, I'm having a phone call with a friend of mine who I've known in the business for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. He said, do you know Julian Edlow? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, he's on BVB all the time. We talk to him all the time. He's from New England. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, that guy's going to be a star. You know that, right? Oh. You've got the star rumor mill flying around, Jules. No, I mean, every, everyone's saying you're the next big thing in this biz. Whoa. We'll have to hear. Uh, I don't privately who that was but <laughs> we'll we'll find out we'll see if they got a good eye for talent or not i will tell all right eye for talent all that other stuff you look great you sound great you got to talk about the celtics i mean i'm wearing the Sixers stuff because the show's called bostonian versus the book he's the bostonian the celtics are ridiculous up until the last game when they lost against minnesota but that's okay road favorites again today Sixers, Celtics, it's an old school matchup with a lot of history. What does it mean today? Do you have anything on the game? Jules. Yeah, I haven't bet them in this one. I mean, in general, the Celtics are just going to be a bet on team. Whether you, oh. and they're at a, like last year, they were an underdog for the first time in like late December. Um, and they were an underdog very few times. We'll get even fewer probably this year, pending rest and injuries and whatnot. Um you know, and this is people don't like betting against their their teams. Like, obviously, I'm here in Boston. If there's a team that I do still have faith towards as a fan a little bit, I, I would consider it the Celtics. Um, but I, I do think like this isn't a team that you're going to have many fade spots on this year, even if you're a neutral, just looking at the landscape of the NBA. Now, that said, I have passed tonight um, and I generally like to bet them when they're, you know, off a loss, really yeah. favorites. They're getting Derek White back, and Derek White is a, a key part of that mix. He was arguably their best player in their home win over Miami at 26, 28 points, uh, deed up on Butler. He's a big piece of the puzzle, and he's supposed to be getting to Philly tonight. He had a kid over the weekend, um, and oh. he's getting back on the floor. Now, my, the reason I haven't bet it uh, is because this game just has to mean more to Philly. You're at home. It's year after year that the Celtics eliminate you. Um, it's not, but they, they, they've been playing well in Philly. It's a, it's a little bit different this year. Eh. Finally cleared the air. They got rid of Harden. They're six and oh, ATS. You know that, right? Yeah. They're they're incorporating these new pieces. Um, you know, I don't, I don't mind what they have going on in Philly with the Sixers. Are they going to come out of the East? Nope. I don't think they're getting through Boston or Milwaukee, uh, but they don't know that yet. It's still early and exciting for them. And they're at home. So this is the type of game that maybe they can get. You remember there was a Saturday primetime game last year. Tatum hit that game-winning three. Very close game. Oh, like yeah, I, remember. I expect the Sixers to play very well tonight. Lean to the Celtics, but I, I've left it alone. Yeah, I bet the Celtics. And the reason is because anytime I'm fine you with that, that too. Yeah, I, I, I laid the two because Al Horford takes away doesn't take it away, but he can slow down and beat enough. He becomes a problem for them. And then yes, Maxie's tremendous, but Boston's just deeper, better coming off of a loss. And, and also the Sixers, I mean, Dave said they're six and oh, but they've played nobody. 
Here I mean, we go with the look, schedule. Look yep. at their schedule. Their schedule they've literally played nobody of like the Raptors with the Raptors twice. I think, okay. I mean, they haven't played anybody like this. This is their first real East Eastern conference. Let's me- measure you up game. I think yeah. Boston wins by seven or more. Well, the, so you're right about all that, but that could also be a big reason that they get up for the game. Whereas the Celtics are like, Hey, it's the Wednesday on the last game of our road trip. <laughs> um, so that that's my only that's my only pause for concern. Like it should mean more to Philly, like oh we want to beat these guys, than it does to the Celtics who all off season poke the jokes. Like Jason Tatum did whatever it is Kevin Hart show mm-hmm. in the cold tub, where Kevin Hart's like oh it's always a good game against Philly. Jason Tatum's like oh it is, yeah. <laughs> win. So I don't I think it's a bigger game for the Sixers than the Celtics. That's all I'll say. And they're at home. Couple big games in um, road favorite L.A. teams. Clippers mm-hmm. at Brooklyn, up to five, five and a half in a lot of places. Lakers at Houston, four and a half, five. Same or both, one or neither favorites cover in those games. I'm looking at those going, maybe Jules got something there, anything? Or am I catching you off guard with those games? I, I think, well, not necessarily catching off guard, although I have been busy all morning shooting things. Is the late Are the Lakers up to four and a half? Damn. I almost bet Lakers. I almost laid two and a half with the Lakers. That obviously means Anthony Davis is in. Uh huh. Is that official? Well, well this means it. I don't yeah. know. But you're at the DraftKings headquarters, don't you? Know <laughs> yeah, I know. I had a I had a busy morning. I was in things, <laughs> meetings, shoots, <laughs> whatnot. Um, wow. man. All right. So I wish I had Lakers laying laying two and a half. Probably doesn't matter. You can still probably lay four and a half there at full strength. What I like is, first of all, I'm not high on the Rockets. I do have their season win total under. Maybe they're a little inflated because they just beat the bag out of the Kings twice in a row without De'Aaron Fox. Um, The other angle I like here is LeBron. Like the Lakers just sent all that film to the NBA. Like, oh, he's getting fouled here. He's getting fouled there. Generally, how this works out for LeBron is that he gets some extra whistles the next game, whether it's right or wrong. Um, Annoying. So I would lean to the Lakers. And the other thing with the Lakers is that they are 0-7 first half ATS this season. Mm -hmm. They get off to slow starts. And they sit LeBron some in the third quarter. And then he basically argues about how much he's going to play in the fourth based on how much they're down. Mm -hmm. You could probably get a good live number on the Lakers in this game if they're trailing uh, entering the fourth quarter and you watch the game and see LeBron walk out to start the fourth quarter, he's probably going to play the whole thing, or at least until they're up comfortably. Um, so this is one, hey, you missed two and a half. Should I bet four and a half or not? Maybe you uh, wait for this one in game. The Clippers and Nets, I, I don't know what to say because I, I don't know what to make of the Clippers yet. Mm. I'm convinced oh they're not, they're not going to win the West. They're not no. going to win the championship. I'm convinced that this mix isn't going to work. But I don't know what they are right now, how fast it's going to work. They're clearly going to have, like, ridiculous nights here and there where they're all on and they score 150 points and whatever. So, like, I, I just can't tell you that I know what I'm betting on, and generally that's something I don't like. Mm. So we have an East Coast matchup with Philly and Boston. The West Coast matchup is Golden State on the road at the Nuggets. The number's coming down. Jokic has a, has a wrist issue. I, I don't know. Do, do you think that that number means he's not playing or just there's a lot of concern about how many minutes he'll be able to play because Draymond Green generally does a decent job on Jokic. I mean, he it's no Draymond. Yeah, I did catch that one. No Draymond. Draymond's out. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So does, but why is number coming down with Draymond out? Well, so I saw this one get as low as three and it's now yeah. three and a half. So I, it was four and a half last night though. Right. Okay. Um, I think so, it was only four and a half in one the, place where you were looking, Pete Rowe. The four and a half down to three, I don't like we already knew Jamal Murray was out, but right. some of that could be off of that. Um but he's been out for a couple of games without hamstring. He's been out for a cup for a yeah, bit. No, I yeah, no, I know. I just think maybe the uh, betters disagreeing with the opener, saying that without, you know, a guard of that caliber against the Warriors who have three really good guards, uh that this should be bigger and then it moves and then it moves again a little bit off of Draymond being out. If it is a tough game, if Jokic plays like I would just bet, I would look at two things. I would look at Jokic props because there's no way we've seen this a million times with golden state and bigs. Um, What was it? Suns golden state opening night. I bet Nurkic rebounds. He went way over. Like I would look at Jokic rebounds or some sort of combination of props. If he's a full go, particularly with Draymond out. But then on the other side, like now you got Reggie Jackson starting for Denver. Like maybe I'd be interested in his point prop, but he only played 24 minutes last game, which I didn't like. Mm. Uh, the The Warriors guard should play very well and, and keep them in this game. So more than picking a side, I, I don't love betting Denver without Murray, uh, particularly against a team like Golden State. So like Jokic rebounds, assuming he gets a full green light would probably be my look in this game. Jules, have you looked at the football this week? Because New England is playing over in Germany. They're dogs, and it's – I mean, it's been a bad season. Let's just call for what it is. The show is called – They have the fewest wins in the AFC. That's accurate. It's <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. Any – I mean, like, what's the feel there? Like, it, it just <laughs> around. I mean, you're there in New England – is we were talking about it. P. Ralt and I have been talking about it. That this is, he said, this is Bill's last year. Bill is done. And, you know, I thought Bill leaves when Bill wants to leave. It doesn't sound like Bill wants to leave, but they're going to make him leave. And now they're playing over in Germany. And you got to get up early for breakfast like we do out in Vegas. But any opinion about this game and what's, what's the vibe in New England for, for, for this game? <laughs> yeah. How do you say dumpster fire in German? Um, that's a, somebody put that in the chat. How do you say dumpster fire in German? Someone will come up with that, but that's a good one. Jules. Okay. Yes. I, I have no feel for how long Belichick is going to be here or not. He's obviously lost his fastball. Um, you know, there's only so much your reputation can, can do for you. Yeah. Uh, so and the Patriots have taken sharp money a lot of times this year. And like, it didn't start that badly with the narrow uh, loss to the Eagles. Uh, and then a narrow loss to the Dolphins. And then you beat the Jets in a game you should win. So we didn't quite know yet. And then that's when the Dallas and New Orleans blowouts happened. And and the wheels have come off. I don't know. The feeling like. The feeling is really different person by person in terms of a local feel. Like there's some people that care a lot because they just have been brought up with all this winning in new England football. And they're that's annoying. really sad about it. Yeah. Uh, there's other people like me that just can write it off. I don't, I don't care that much. We have other good things to pay attention to. Right. And I also understand like, this is 
this is how the rest of the world works. And I know, you know, Matt's a little older than me. So he had those older Patriots teams, not all of which I remember. I'm more of like, you know, the end of the Bledsoe era, but they still got to a Super Bowl in 1996. Right. Um, the, you know, that's how things general generally work. That pre-1996 Patriots and what you see across the rest of the NFL uh, it took the Houston Texans 20 years to find their quarterback. It looks like they have one in Stroud. Like that's normal life. And I know that. And we had Tom Brady here for 20 years of my life. And I'm, I know that that means after that, there's going to be a lot of suffering and pain. Now the thing is, is Bill Belichick delaying that suffering and pain from the reset button by not selling at the trade deadline and not mm. giving Jack Jones the best offensive coordinators, maybe. And that's the part that can be frustrating, but in terms of overall feel like, this is this is how things work in the in the NFL. Pure and mold container. I will I will take the Colts on the money line You're at the, like, the minus on the money. Line. Your JC Jackson's staying home. Other guys yeah. are staying home. You just had a spot. If you're if there's a bounce back spot from the Dolphins, it's at home against Washington. We just traded their two best pass rushers. They're one of the worst defense against pass offenses in the NFL. Yeah, Yet you look like the '85 Bears on defense against Mac Jones and company <laughs> things aren't getting better. Taking the red eye or whatever the hell it is you take yeah. to Germany on Thursday night to <laughs> get off the plane all out of whack and play a football game on Sunday. It just I'll dumpster <laughs> fire in German. And I don't know German, but it's Führer im molten container. So there you go. That's dumpster fire sounds, in German. Sounds so I, accurate. Chat. So, Fitzy, Nick Stevens, who works for WEEI in Boston, posted something yesterday that I found to be really interesting. This is like the most rosiest colored glasses you can possibly look through if you're a Patriot fan, that there could be an alternate universe where the team is six and three because of all the close losses that they had this year. What? Now, they're not, okay? But if you if you go ahead, it, there is some truth to this, Dave. I mean, if you look at the number of games the Patriots were in all the way until the final literally series in what they have lost even last week against Washington with Mac Jones throwing the pick to end the game. If they finish strongly, say they go, I don't know, say they win seven games, they win five games the rest of the way. Can you spin it? I mean, is it going to be okay with folks if Belichick is coming back next year? Or do you think that Robert Kraft has to make a move just because there's so much bad, you know, whatever dark cloud over the franchise at the moment. And there are coaching options available. I mean, first of all, there's zero chance this team wins five games the rest of the way, but I'll play your, Thank silly you. I'll play your silly game with you. Truth. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll play the game. You asked me a question. Um, I don't think that, I don't think there's any scenario where like an overwhelming majority of the fan base has a problem with Bill Belichick coming back because he's Bill Belichick. Now, is that right or wrong? I, you know, we'll find out. I Probably wrong. But I think there's so many Patriots fans that feel they owe Bill Belichick so much that as long as they're keeping him, they're never going to say, uh, that's never going to be a big story. Like, oh, Belichick's coming back this year. It's not a huge story. The huge story is going to be if and when they part ways, how that comes right. out. All right. Well, well, let me ask this then. If you think that they're not winning seven games, how many games do they win and what number are they picking? Because are they going to have a shot at one of the three quarterbacks coming out? Like, can they get a Drake May? They're probably not getting Caleb Williams, but because it looks like Carolina is going to be the number one pick, but they may not take a quarterback. They just took a quarterback. Could the Patriots be in line for a top quarterback? And if they, if they were, 
do they have to get rid of Belichick to do it? Because he would probably love to trade the top three pick versus taking a quarterback in the top three. I'm going to say I should probably bet the Patriots in season win total under five and a half because they've got two now. And I'm going to say they win three more. That's the number. Very nice. Uh, Let's call the Colts and Broncos coin flips. Let's say those are one and one. Okay. Um, Even though I think they could lose both. I think I'm picking the Colts this weekend and then they're at Denver. So it could be both, but I'll give them losses to the Chargers at Steelers, Chiefs loss at Bills revenge spot loss. Jets game, if it's the last game of the season and the Jets are out and it's at oh, home, like they can get that. But right. what if the Jets are still alive for a wild card? That yeah. could be it. Wow. The one, that game that, the one game they're going to win is Bill going to play at the Giants. After, it's after the bye. Yeah. The Giants uh, are awful. Playing me at quarterback. Bill <laughs> likes awful. beating his old team, da-da-da, whatever. Like, that's the one game they'll win. Um, So they'll be in the mix, but will they make the right call? I think they have. they certainly have no problem – moving on from Mac Jones. Yeah. Uh, so what pick will it be? What quarterbacks are on the board? And then that's the scenario where it's like, if Bill's pushing back on taking a quarterback there, that's when you think about, okay, do we have to move on from Bill in total? Do we have to move on from Bill as the general manager? Because we're picking sixth and we need a quarterback badly. Um, mm. But I would not be comfortable playing that quarterback until there's an offensive line in place. Right. And there's some receivers in place because quarterback is like the third or fourth thing on the list they need to fix. Fair. All right. Talk about moving on. You mentioned them earlier. Your man, Emerson, doing all the commercials. You guys look great and all this other stuff. He's taking the cheese and all the snacks. There's a lot of cross-conference matchups this week. I don't know if there's any other ones that are Super Bowl possible previews. But hopefully we're going to see you out here for the Super Bowl. That's the plan anyway. So too. Yes. <laughs> San Francisco is at Jackson. <laughs> well, I, I'll pick you up if you, if you come. Don't worry about it. I will be. I'll be out there uh, November 30th to December 4th. Perfect. Um, going to go to the Pac-12 tri- championship game. Looking forward Perfect. to that. We'll, we'll, go, we'll go with you. I, I, I have plans to go to that as well. We'll have dinner in the there. East. Um, San Francisco's at Jacksonville, Jules. I know your man's probably over the moon with the game. There's a lot of money bet on this game. This will probably be one of the most bet games, picked games and contests and all this stuff. The line's perfect. San Francisco minus three. Total's 46 and a half. It's only Wednesday, and I'm not holding you to it. And I know your man's not there, so you can say you like San Francisco. It's fine. (laughs) But do you like San Francisco? I would say I like San Francisco if he was sitting right behind me, uh, oh. but he's not. I, I lean San Francisco two and a half opener, obviously much better on San Francisco. Yeah. I'm not going to bet this game. I don't think. Um, and I hate the narrative of like, well, San Francisco can't lose this many in a row. Like you were saying that the last time too, like, mm-hmm. yes, they can. If they, unless they show up and play well and win. But I do think when they're healthier, they're, it takes them to another level with some of those guys they've been missing, and they're going to get a lot of them back off the bye. Uh, so, Are you buying Jacksonville at all as a possible like AFC championship participant, number two seed in the in the uh, AFC, getting a two home game road to the you know to the to the playoffs? Is that is that possible? Or you're not buying it. Yet? Maybe if the path sets up perfectly, they could play in the AFC championship game. I would have to see 
you know, what happens? Does someone get hurt and miss games? Like, I don't, I don't know how the seating will set up, but um, like Kansas City, Cincinnati, and Baltimore are are better teams in my mind. Okay. Um, and you know, a, a tier above, like Jack. I don't put Jacksonville in that class at all. Okay. So if there's three teams better, I'm gonna say no. They they don't get there. Um, but we know how things can shape up in the NFL. <laughs> Change just like that. Yeah. Uh, Jules, get out of here on this. Thursday is 38 and a half. Oh God. Sunday is 36. Monday is 47. We have seen a 22 and seven record in primetime unders. How many this week go under one, two or three or none? Uh, Um, man, you're getting out, getting me out of here with a, another dumpster fire. (laughs) Um, it's for your, the chat has corrected me. It's foyer de Munich or whatever it is. Dumpster fire in German. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to say at least two right there and it sticks with the trend at, I would say the one I like most is probably jets and Raiders, right? Go under yep. on Sunday night would mm-hmm. be my call. The jets have a pretty good defense. Raiders are going to come back to life a little bit. They just had the super bowl against the, yeah. maybe the worst team in the league right now in the giants. Ooh, yeah. Um, so that's my one that's going under. It's a big number on Buffalo. Denver. Yeah. I guess I would lean under. And then I don't, I'm not even going to bother talking about Panthers bears. I have no <laughs> How are the kids, Jules? Everything good with the kids? Everything good? The reason I got these bags under my eyes, but they're great. They don't sleep, man. That's that's it. It's, it's a hard life. That's they're tough. still adjusting to daylight savings, which uh, is, Oh, it's the worst. Oh, so, it's, you know, it's, now it's, the 7 a.m. Wake up time. They don't know the time. It becomes 6 a.m. Correct. Yeah. And I have college basketball and NBA to watch, so that doesn't stop. <laughs> they don't care about that, Jules. But it is the worst in New England. I never actually oh. knew that I am the way that I am when it comes to sun until I moved back home and realized that when it gets dark at 4.15, I really have a problem. It's the like, worst. I really get – I really – I I didn't think I had seasonal depression, but I get seasonal depression. I'm in a bad mood. Right now, in November to Christmas, I was in a bad mood just because the sun – you never see the sun. I don't, mind, I don't mind the beginning of it because it's kind of like it's just starting and it's the holidays and it's not right. dumping snow yet. But once you get past New Year's, that January, February stretch, those are the bad ones. Ooh. Not fun. Not fun. Jules, tell the folks Thanks, where Jules. they can find you. Hold on. Let, go ahead and promote your stuff. Oh, where can yeah, they find bro. your stuff these days? You're everywhere. Uh, you see the logos. They're there. Um, DraftKings Network. You can find everything there on the site. We do have a new thing. It's called betting groups. So like I tweet the links when I bet something. So there's like 180,000 people in the group, but like you click it, all my bets and other people that work here, it's, it's in there. Uh, it's on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, but you don't have to be in a legal state to be in it. You can still go in it and look. Okay. You don't have to be in a legal betting state. Um, Unreasonable Odds podcast that comes out once a week. Uh, check that out. And then the show on VSIN on DraftKings Network, YouTube TV. We do uh, more getting up early on the weekends for me, the sweat, the 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern, Saturdays and Sundays. Uh, that's a couple months old now. And uh, you're you know, beating the traffic, at least, though, when you're getting there on the weekend. Usually, right? except sometimes some bozo flips his car over on the highway and I am in traffic. But <laughs> for the most for the most part, it's a very easy drive. 
Julian, thank you for the time, my friend. We'll do it again soon, all right? See you in a few weeks, Jules. Yeah, see you here. Uh, this anonymous person that says I'm a star. We'll do. We'll do. I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> if it was Emerson, I'm going to be really disappointed. Oh, no. It was not Emerson. Oh, no. It was somebody actually that matters a little bit in the business. So <laughs> <laughs> just just a little bit. Right, <laughs> Take care, man. That's Julian Edlow joining oh, us here yes. on the Boston versus the book. Good to get him on the program. We will get to Coach James Young here in the next couple of seconds for us here on BVB. That was good. I tell you, man, it. It's just that daylight savings time in New England is, is uh, he's right. It gets way worse when the snow starts to fall, but I don't know. I, we need to get rid of this. Like this is an archaic. My mom told me the history of it a couple days ago. Do you know that it's, it it had comes from Puritan farming? Yes. I didn't know this. I, I had no idea that it was, it was the, it was back in when Thanksgiving was actually beginning. We had the, in the farm, rotation of when to rotate crops yeah as to what crops would grow when when you need, you need more sunlight to get people up to be able to go and work in the fields right at different points of the year yeah so what are we doing it's 2023 what are we growing do? crops somewhere i guess right <laughs> what are we doing i don't know please get, arizona you guys are smart you guys are just like eh it's all you we're done with this our friends in indiana don't do it either on the one side of the state they don't, How could they don't, you just do that? How could you decide? I, I live in a state. I'm going to take this like one portion of my state and we're not paying attention to the rest of you. <laughs> it's our time. Our time here. That's I, I listen. I can't stand it either. I came downstairs yesterday before I got started on the grid and it was dark. I load right. up the water and the show starts at five. And I'm like, it is dark. Kendall's sitting downstairs in the dark with the TV on. I'm yeah. like, it feels like it's 10 o'clock already. Right. I and we we came home. Stinks. We came home last, yesterday. We, we went food shopping, and and Madeline and I came home, and I was like, "We're gonna go to the gym to go swimming," and she was like, "Wait a minute, what time is it?" I said, "It's five forty-five." She yeah. goes, "Five forty-five." Yeah, right. I was like, "It feels like it's nine. She's like, "Yeah, it feels like it's really late." I'm like, "No, you're not going to." She's like, "I'm not going to bed for three hours." I'm like, "No, you're not going to bed." Three hours. Now, see, listen, we, we got a lot of people watching the show. Again, thank you for being here. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. We got farmers. D Stout's a farmer. Yeah. Listens to us, watches us every day on the on the tractor. Right. You know, taking care of the farm. Gary Flights is in here, and he said, I'm a farmer, and I say make daylight saving times permanent. No more time change. Agreed. Okay. They don't need it. Those guys don't need it. Those guys have got, I mean, the technology that goes into like big scale farming right now, like in Iowa and Nebraska, those guys have got, got it down pat. They got Wi-Fi. They got all sorts of different things inside of the tread. Well, maybe we the- can start the, the, the push on the BVB, like get the brigade and people talking about it. And then, you know, because the problem is Massachusetts should be on Atlantic time, not East Coast time. Why? Part, do you know how far east Massachusetts is? Like, go look at go look at a map, like a real I, map. Yes, Philly is here, right? Mass yes. is over here. Yeah, so it's way far to the it's east. It's not even the furthest east, though, right? Of what? Like, there's still states up above it. New Hampshire's further east, right? And then no, I think Maine's Maine the only is one. further. Maine's east. the only oh. one that's further east. Yeah, I think okay. everything else. If you take the Cape, if you look at the Boston and the Cape, but. Basically, starting from the Vermont, the Vermont, New Hampshire border, yeah, that should be all Atlantic time. 
That shouldn't be East Coast time. We already have three time zones. It's hard enough. I don't think we need yeah, four. In Prince, our our friends at, in the PEI, in the Prince Edward Island, they're on Atlantic they're time. They're on Atlantic time. So they yeah. handle it and they do it because it's weird in New England when it gets dark at 415. Because it does. It gets dark at 415. Used to be the worst. Like come home from school and before you even got to like start the after school cartoons or something, it was dark. I hated that. I did Awful. not like that. I'll never but forget it. Stark here now early too already. Yeah, I was in it was in Lawrence, Massachusetts. I had just moved home. I had been I had been back for probably I think I'd be back for like 7 or 8 months. It was the first time I had daylight savings time when I was back at home. And I remember looking down at my clock. I don't know why it's so vivid in my brain, but I remember looking down at the clock in my car and it said 4:15 and it was pitch black. Yeah. And I went, this is why I was always in a bad mood. Like, this I'm is sure. why I was pissy for six months out of the year. Yeah. It's dark. It's cold. You have traffic. People piss you off. People are moving around. They won't stop. They're all in a rush. Everyone, you're in everyone's way. Everybody wants you to get out of their way. Sounds like, you know, a lot of places back east. Yep. Frankie. But the but the sun dog to me, dog. for me, the <laughs> sun played a huge portion of me not being able to actually be there. But What's the best time zone? Ours. Put it in a chat. East for Coast though? for sports. Central. It's ours. Mountain, not a question. Or uh Pacific. It just sucks the whole world's run on East Coast time. That for, for, for America. The, the whole Bobby, country is run on East Coast time. Borchette just came in the chat and said central time is the best time. No, I lived in it for years. Debatable. I don't know. Central nah. time is the best. Time Disagree. No, not for sports. It's not on top of that, but well, for sports, I think it's West coast. Time. Yeah, it's ours. It's not even a question, but West mountain makes a good argument. It does. Mountain mountain time does make a, a, a decent arg argument for, for, you know, some sports, but I still take ours. I still like West coast time for versus mountain time, but one of the two, I mean, I, you know, I think we're one, but mountain times two, but everything's done on East coast time. So it's the world's runoff of East coast time for sports in America. And yet we are here, you know, three hours behind. We get to go to bed at nine o'clock on Sunday nights. East Coast people go to bed at 1 a.m. <laughs> or, or midnight because the games are just getting over. Mish just sent me a text. Big yeah. man, Mish. Yep. Hawaii time's the best time. Hawaii. No, I was, I've been to Hawaii. Hawaii twice. time is disagree. pretty sweet. It's six hours off from New York. It's tremendous. I mean, I don't know. Island time is great. Hawaii. You want to hold You want to watch a, you want to have football kicking off consistently at 6 a.m. 6 a.m. That's too early, man. That's 6 a.m. is too early. That's too early. Uh, for, that's, that's too early. I like nine. Give me nine. 9 a.m. is fine. I like that. 6 a.m. is, whew, it's way too early. Yeah. No, it was not too early. Let's get to our guy. One oh, Mr. James Young. Coach what? is here. Back to the BBB he goes. He's back. Up, coach, how are you? Hey. Listen, Wednesday and BBB. I mean, <laughs> the last time I was on BBB was at the Met game, and people are still talking about like, that performance. Oh, well, you, been, you got turned into a meme, though, Coach, because your uh, head swivel got turned into a meme. <laughs> I, 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 listen, Matty, I, I, had a little, I had a little kink I had a little kink in my neck, so I just had to get it fixed real quick. What's up, Between fellas? that, you, you had two of the best appearances in the summer. The Met game was one, but you had to track. At right. Bell, at oh, uh, Saratoga, God about Saratoga. Well, you <laughs> were you were forgotten. Everything as, as oh. the condition that you were in with those guys, you were in oh. little little too much. Yeah, right half, of them are in jail, half of them are in jail right now, but we don't uh -oh. have to talk about that. That's fine. Uh -oh. 
that's we we, we don't we don't even mention that. Um, first and foremost, we got a full slate of NBA. Okay, yep. mm-hmm. and we got to get to it. Wembyama is in your city. He's playing the Knicks. The Knicks number is completely, completely out of control, JY. And I know you're dialed in with all the teams, and we'll get to where you're doing your own podcast and all that other stuff in a couple minutes. But what the hell is this number, JY? This is dog take, right, though? I don't know. To me, it's it's about Devin Vassell. Uh, Devin Vassell has played really, really well this year, may not play. He's been doubtful all day. So that's why the number is what it is. So if Vassell plays, that number is going to move a couple of points. Now, it's also the fact that the last game they played, they gave 160 points to a team. And Indiana, folks, I think is a lot better than people think they are. I'm a, defense. I'm not on defense, <laughs> but scoring the ball at 125 points a game, I do like this Pacers team. But tonight with the next. I actually am going to like the Knicks, but here's the thing. The Webinyama thing, we talked about this, Sharapan. I don't think the books have been able to figure it out, him. So I like to play Wemby live. Generally, he is the first big out of the game, typically in a four- to five-minute mark. And okay. last week there was a game, uh, I, I think it was the first game against Phoenix, he came out, his, his points prop pregame was 16 and a half. He had no points in the first four minutes. They took right. him out, not because of foul trouble. It dropped to 13 and a half. So they're moving his points prop a little bit too much. And if you notice, he's really good in the second half when he starts to figure out opponents and what's going on. Like he's got to feel the game out a little bit. So that's something to watch with Webayama when he plays teams the first time, if you look at the game, second time he played uh, Phoenix, 38 points was emotional because he already had figured him out in the first half. So points prop, I know I think it's 18 and a half with Wemby. If he gets off to a slow start, they drop that thing to about 15, 15 and a half. I'm going to jump in. Only one game, I do believe, he's gotten under 15 points. That was 11 points. Every other game, he's got 16 or higher. Okay. Obviously, he's playing a lot better. He is the goods. I think he puts on the show, but it may be in the second half. Coach, the Lakers are crying. They are claiming that oh, LeBron's Jesus not Christ. getting what calls. Else? Oh, God. He went to Miami, didn't get the calls. They're going to the league with video saying, hey, LeBron's not getting the calls he's supposed to be getting. And look at all the contact. And this is not right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they have a point or no? Maybe they have a point. But either way, He's going over 24 and a half points tonight. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> Number one, LeBron, listen, this goes back to the old Chicago Bulls, Phil Jackson book of bitching, right? Yeah. <laughs> book like, of bitching. You, you, you go to the press conference, yes, you sir. complain, you moan, <laughs> and then next, we know what happened, Matt. Next game, tons of fouls. Shit. Not only that. Dylan Brooks has now forgotten what it what happened in the playoffs last year, even though he's had a good year so far with Houston, and he's talking trash. Oh, Points from is 24 and a half. Not good. I, I don't even need I don't even need to research that. LeBron <laughs> goes over it because he's gonna be pissed off at Dylan Brooks and he's gonna probably shoot folks. I'm gonna say 10 to 14 free throws tonight. Wow. You mentioned um the book of bitching. And the Bulls, the Bulls are minus one tonight 
at home oh. against Phoenix. Why? We just came off Halloween. Is this a trick or treat? What the hell is this number? Oh, guy, can, can, can we stop for a second? I talked about this, by the way, uh, betting above the rim podcast now available all social, all, all your streaming devices. Uh, go check it out. But I got into this a little bit. And I'm going to ask you guys, what? Am I allowed to curse? Yes, of course you are. Oh, yeah. yeah what the fuck are the Bulls doing? <laughs> like, can Will. someone explain to me, like, what are you doing? Okay, yeah. I get it. I get it. Ready? Two years ago, you were very good. Mm. Right? But it was fool's goal. You guys remember, they didn't beat anybody that was in the top three in the East no. or Western Conference. They yeah. roll. Right? Then Lonzo gets hurt. They go downhill. Last year, that, they bring in Caruso. Still bad. Then you're a team that is, I think, should be rebuilding. And then you re-sign Vucevic. So now you got these three guys, Vucevic, who is a double-double machine, Levine and DeRozan, who can both score. Caruso's a good defender. It's just not working. So why don't blow it up? Because let's be honest, even at their best, they're what? Seventh best team in the East? Sixth top. Sixth best team in the Sixth East? Sixth best team top. What are you doing? I mean, mm-hmm. think about this. Zach Levine scored 51 points. And you fuckers lost by 20. Smoked. How does that happen? Smoked. I mean, I mean, wait, wait, wait. listen, as a coach, I mean, what do you do? You walk in the locker room. Hey, great job, 51 points. Rest of you guys, you suck. I mean, is, is that what you tell your team? I don't know. But Maybe. they why this is a whatever line it is that they're giving a point, just take Phoenix on the money line tonight. I just think they'll find a way. We don't know if Beal's going to play or whatever. It don't matter. Kevin Durant's going to drop about 40 piece. And then Eric Gordon and Grayson Allen have been sneakily playing pretty well here. I would take a look at that. Maybe a Yusuf Nurkic double-double because he's got to deal with Vucevic. And you know Vucevic don't play no goddamn defense anyway. No. So a double-double with Nurkic may be in play tonight as well. Coach, we saw obviously the trade that sent Dame to Milwaukee. It had a spillover, obviously, with Drew Holiday going to the Celtics. We'll get to them in a second. But the other piece was Robert Williams the third going from Boston to Portland. They get off to a decent start. They've lost three in a row, and now it looks like Time Lord is gone for the year. Got that knee problem once again that needs surgery. They are seven-and-a-half-point dogs to the Kings tonight. Can they cover that, or you like Sacramento to get back on track? I like Sacramento to get back on track. Listen, it's going to be an up-and-down team. And, and I understand what they're doing with Malcolm Brogdon. You're only playing them to flip them. Otherwise, there should be no reason why this guy is getting 25 minutes a night when you got Shane. I know Anthony Simons is out, but you got to play Scoot. You got to play Shane and Sharp. You got to play these guys major minutes to see what you have. So I do think I like the Kings minus the points tonight. Let's see what happens with denominating, denomination, non-denominating, getting the ball, not getting the ball. And that, mm-hmm. That's that's a tricky thing. DeAndre Ayton went from not getting the ball and bitching for a team that wins the championship to not getting the ball to a team that could be one of the five worst teams in the NBA. I don't get it. And by the way, shout out to the Boston Celtics. Y'all must do some really amazing things. You found a way to get rid of Brogdon and Robert Williams, and they both have problems. And I, I don't know how they did it, but God bless the Celtics. They must run. All right, they must be a, like it's like the the, the 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 party. They had to find a way to get them out of there. They put them in. I don't know what they did, but God bless them. Good for the Celtics. 
But I will say Brad this. Stevens. They, they, they got a leprechaun. Yeah, but coach, Brad Stevens. The show's yeah, called Brad Bostonia Stevens. versus the book. Yeah, the yeah. Celtics are laying two and a half at Philadelphia tonight. The Sixers are 6-0 and against the spread. I wore my Sixers finest today. I had to have a yawn to ask you about this game. The Sixers cover. I mean, you, 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 you. No. guys, 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 guys. This, this, this is honestly. I, I, I went back and forth for hours. I didn't take a, a side in this game. I just took Joel Embiid over twenty nine and a half points. Out of because because of the fact of it it's Porzingis and it's Al Horford, and he's going to have to find a way to score. He had forty, I think forty six or forty eight points last game. They have nothing to check him, so that's what I like the most. I, I think. When you look at the Celtics, guys, and I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, and, I, and I'm not saying this because of obviously Matt, the Celtics by far, forget the loss, they've been the best team in the NBA to start the season, and it has been close. The, the integration of Porzingis has been great. Drew Holiday has put people in flat-out jail since yeah. he's been there. And yeah. don't give me this. Whoever wants to sit here, and I'm sorry, Matt, you're gonna be bad, I'm going to say this, any fucking Celtics fan that tells you that Marcus Smart is a better defender than Drew Holiday needs to get his head checked. Agreed. Drew Holiday is not even is not even is the best Agreed. defender in the NBA and not even close. So Agreed. if you want if you want to talk about a point a, a prop to look at, look at Tyrese Maxey maybe going under his points prop tonight because Drew Holiday is going to put him in jail. But that being said, guys, I, I just I'm concerned with can Porzingis hold up for the entire season? Mm, Do yeah. they have enough depth? And will Father Time grant Al Horford one more year? Yes. Because if they do, they should be the favorites to win the championship. There you go. But it's if not, teams with bigs, particularly offensive rebounding bigs, Denver. the Jared Allens, the Nicole Jokic's, mm-hmm. even the Mitchell Robinsons are going to give the Celtics fits because they're going to kill them on the boards. Don't you think though, at the trade deadline, they're going to address that. They're going to have I mean, to. Yeah. I mean, I think Brett Stevens has to. already talked about that. They're yeah. going to get more rim protection for the playoffs. I mean, they're going to be looking for somebody, either a team that's out of it or somebody they can pick up and bring in. I, you know, I would be stunned and, if Boston didn't do that. And if you start thinking about it, man, if you just start going through the NBA, you start thinking about like quality bigs that would be in maybe in some kind of rebuilding mode. I wouldn't look at like a Vucevic, like I or you know something like that. Honestly, Defense. if they and they're playing well, I don't know. Like I think a Clint Capella would be very good for them. Oh, like it. Good. I think like a it. Daniel Gafford would oh. be good for them. You don't need him to score. Mm-mm. Block shots, rebound, protect the rim. That's it. That's what Robert, I mean, Time Lord, that's what he did. Robert yes. Williams' whole thing was yes. just block shots and rebound. And he yes. was great at it, but he couldn't stay healthy. And that's why they gave up on him because, well, as we've now seen, he's now hurt. <laughs> so they have to do that with someone who can play, you know, not big minutes, but 15 minutes a game to come in to give you defensive stops when you need it. And look, I the fun thing about Boston last year, I think Joe Missoula going through that and having the, the 3-0 deficit against Miami, rallying to get to a game seven where they ultimately lost, I, I think we talk about levels and taking this the next step. I thought that was a big learning opportunity oh, for yes. a young head coach to do that yes. last year, right? Let, let me tell you something. And that's why I have questions about uh, Milwaukee because of Adrian Griffin, and particularly Adrian Griffin losing Terry. Isn't it weird? Terry Stotts is an assistant. They get Damian Lillard a couple weeks later. Late, weeks later Terry Stotts is gone. Coincidence? Mm. I mm. think not. But right. the the 
that, even though they got Holiday, even though they got Porzingis, to me, the two biggest additions for Boston are Charles Lee and Sam Cassell. He's got two. Remember, folks, when he took over, those were all Emil Doka's assistants. These yeah. were his guys. Right. Now he's got his guys, and he's got two well-experienced, maybe not head coaches, but experienced assistant coaches who are going to be great coaches in this league, and Charles Lee and Sam Cassell, they got guys in the room to help, uh, obviously, Joe Mazzulla, because as, as a head coach, I can tell you this, you, you only got two eyes. You need at least two, four, right. six more eyes to be yeah. looking at everything during the game to help you out. That is as good of a staff, as assistant you could have, than what they have in Boston getting Charles Lee and Sam Cassell over there. Last question for me, JY, before we let you get out of here. Um, the, the boys in the chat, you know, we got guys too. Everybody got guys. You got to have more eyes. You got to have more of this. They have a very serious question for you. Now, I personally think you look amazing in the orange, but they want to know if this is a jail jumpsuit or a Syracuse warm-up that you're wearing on the BVB today because Matt made it known about the Syracuse and it came after him. Which one is it, J.Y.? It is neither. As you guys know, I am also a teacher. I am a teacher at Ocean Township High School, and I'm supporting Donnie Klein and his football team. Now I like they had a shitty season, but that's not my boy Donnie's fault. (laughs) But, you know, hey, listen, you you guys know who went to Ocean Township. Who? Who? Kenny Pickett. Damn right, he did. As Kenny Pickett's high school. So shout out to Kenny Pickett, my guy Donnie Klein. He takes care of me, the football coach there. At Ocean Township, no school Thursday, Friday, and that's why. Like, and I want to put this out to the chat. Can, can, can I want Coach wants to start a petition? Oh, Coach wants to start a once a week BVB guest spot. I think I even went on the BVB brigade. I think I'm, I think I have it on my Twitter. I think I'm streaming it on my Twitter. You got to right wear now. the hat. I I, 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 I got the hat. Listen, all right. I got to be honest with you. The jet hat has gone has gone into hibernation. Where is the jet hat? It's gone, it's gone of which, they're coming to Vegas. I got jet fans. There's a jet fan party on Friday at the Circa. There You're is. not on the list because you oh, ain't no. a jet fan. You try to be a jet fan when they win, but you get real quiet. You're on my show now, and we can say whatever we fucking want. You ain't <laughs> a fake I, Jets fan. I, no, 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 no. I don't know. No. I'm I'm a real Jets fan. Why the fuck am I going to fly to Vegas to see them get, see them get rolled? Like, no. Hey, wait, listen. That's all. Andrew, you know, Anthony Munoz and, and freaking is not going to be playing the left side protecting Zach Wilson. Crosby, I, I, I went to with Bill Cosby rushing Zach Wilson this weekend. He may, he may get six sacks. So, no, uh, absolutely not. Okay. I am not wasting my time. Coming to Vegas. Now listen, oh. I come to Vegas hanging with Sherapin. But we already talked about Sherapin in about eight weeks. You know, little share, big, little big Sherapin. Big and sick, big and sick, big and sick, big and sick. Going out, out the, east, coming to east, in your Man, neck of the woods, Rutherford, my neck of the woods. Now listen, I, I'm more Central Jersey. I'm a little more bougie, but we'll find she's you. She's we'll a little find bit you. more in the hood. But she's going to be all right. She's going to be all right. JY is closed an hour. Tell, tell Big and sick. Uncle Jay Wise about an hour away. Good. She needs something. Holler at her boy. It's Coach, hard. give everybody the information. Where can they find your stuff? Where are they going to find that new podcast you're doing? First off, all social media platforms at Coach Young and Jay. 
uh, the Betting Above the Rim Sound uh, podcast by SportsGrid. It is on Spotify. It is on Apple. It's on everywhere. We're going to shoot it every Monday and Wednesday to be released on Tuesday and Thursday. The one we just had on Monday, we talked a little bit about, I talked about Bob Knight. We talked about Julius Randle and Mitchell Robinson, which Mitchell Robinson, don't have your trainer ever talk to people again about what you can, what you're not getting the ball because all you can do is dunk a basketball. And half the time you can't do that shit right. What's wrong with Chicago? Why? We talked a little bit about Boston and Milwaukee, but a couple of things really quick. I am really quick. Minus six and a half. I am a believer in FAU. I, I, I got a better number than you did. What you got a four? You got four and a half? Oh, four and a half. I got That's four good. and a half. It's up to six and a half. And I and I do and I, listen, Matt. I think they're gonna. Be, I think they're gonna be good. And I think yeah, continuity wins in. Of March. course, they lost one kid off a Final Four team last year. They're going to Loyola Chicago, who was five hundred. I don't get uh, that number at all. Right, last night, I was like, that number makes and, no and, sense. And, and here's the thing, Matt. They're talking about the fact that they have three impact transfers that uh, Valentine has. It doesn't matter. Right. It's game one. And that's yeah. why you always, when, when early in the year, you go with experience over something like that. Amen. I also talked about really quick about John Calipari. I think this is a big year for Cal. Great. I think he's got to get he's got to get to the Sweet 16. If he doesn't get to the Sweet 16 with this team, that buyout, even though it's 33 million, could be a thing. And then lastly, Slick Rick. I love Rick Pitino at St. John's. I've heard stories. What's going on over there? Of course, but I will never divulge. Of course, oh, oh, it's Patino. Oh, <laughs> what do you oh, expect? Oh, oh. But I will say this: Patino at St. John's. I'm going to say this to all the people that are East Coast basketball people because you know about St. John's and the, the they when they were in the Big East with with Mullen and Walter Berry and Carnesecca and Mark Jackson, Bill Wennington. If Patino cannot turn around St. John's, nobody can. It's just not possible anymore. So it'll be interesting to see what Rick Pitino does with St. John's. The chat is trying to determine the name, whether they call it Hump Day with JY or the brother, the BVB brother visit, something like that. I don't know. We're going to work on it. But thank you for being here, sir. Good project. (laughs) Coach, great to see you, my friend. We'll talk again soon, all right? Hey, next week. Shoot it on the way out. Shoot it on the way out. It don't miss that great point. Good cut. See you coach. We'll talk to you. <laughs> coach James Young joining us here on the Bostonian versus the book. Always great to get in with him and talk some hoops with him here <sighs> on the program. I'm hooped out. You are really got more hoops to talk about. Of course. Yeah. We got more things, but we'll talk about what happened last night first and we'll go and, and we'll roll into it because you made mention of it a little bit earlier here as to the sharks who finally won yesterday. They beat the flyers two to one. They avoided the record for the worst start in the history of the NHL. They tied it, but if they lost last night, they would have had the worst start ever. Yep. Their next games are Edmonton and Vegas. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, this is setting well, up perfectly. No, no, this is setting up perfectly because this is what you want. Like this is the, when everyone starts talking, we talked about yesterday, everyone's talking about it. Everyone's going, Oh, they're going to lose. They're going to lose. I the only, only bet I lost last night was that play. And I we, we would have made that bet every time because they lost. They won the game outright. And they have, a. I think they're eight and two in their last 10 games against the flyers. They own the flyers. They're going to get run by Edmonton and Vegas. This is puck line, puck line, right back to the well. 
right back to it. We got Joe C. Myers offered on the Twitter to keep track of it. He's going to keep track of it for the entire month, what the units are. And yeah. we're down a unit right now because it was plus money. So yep. flyers minus one. one. Yep. But we'll get it back because oh, that, getting back know, tomorrow night, you're getting it back. I didn't even look at the shots on goal. Did, did the Flyers dominate the shots on goal? Nope. And no. So it nope. was a good game. By, it was a good game just overall by they the looked, Sharks. They looked asleep. I mean, Philly looked asleep. Like they, they looked just, this was just not, they were not interested in this hockey game last night. It was oh, just one wow. of those, one of those moments where you had one team playing for their lives and the other one skating around and playing a game and just going like, if we lose, we really don't care. Like it's not that big of a well, deal. I mean, they got outshot 39 to 19. Yeah, I mean, the Sharks got outshot thirty-nine to nineteen, but they weren't high danger chances. Though I watched the game, it just it, it it was it was not like okay, you weren't watching the game going like oh my gosh, defensively there's you know the goalie sitting on his head and like this should be you know a five-one game for the Flyers. Like they just weren't playing with great intensity. Thirty-nine to nineteen, zero for four on the power play for the Flyers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they yeah. out hit them. They outfaced off the they, – they totally won every statistic except the score. So, Edmonton, Vegas, puck line, puck line, right back to it coming up okay. start, starting tomorrow. All right, Ohio State is ranked number one in the latest college football poll once again. Georgia number two, Michigan three, Washington in the, is number four. Is this the least, like, dramatic, least surprising thing on television? I mean, anything. Like – Every week we do this and we watch this and we go, okay, thanks. Like, I don't feel like I gain anything from it. You? I think there used to be more intrigue and interest into it because people were getting pissed off because they wanted eight or 12. And now that we know we're getting 12, I think people are far more are far more accepting of this and just going like, yeah, this is for now. Like, this is not permanent. This is just for now because Ohio state is number one over Georgia because of the resume. And the prevailing opinion is if Georgia gets past Ole Miss this weekend, their resume then is better than Ohio state's and Georgia goes to number one, regardless of what Ohio state does this weekend. So, Michigan and then Ohio state plays Michigan. Two. Maybe, but that right? would mean their that resume you may improves. If they beat Penn State, correct. Yes. If, if Michigan beat beats Penn State and, and Georgia beats Ole Miss, you're right. It goes one, two. But I don't think the committee really wants to have Michigan play Ohio State in the playoffs. They're not going to. They're going to play in the thing. Yeah, but the they could, but it depends on who shakes out with what as to what does a one loss Ohio State team look like. They're out. Probably. But dropping from one to out is. Well, this is how they they, they get them. They just, they they work it up. I mean, Michigan's going to move past Ohio State with this win. They're going to move past them. So, fair. Whether, you know, they can keep Ohio State one, Michigan. Let's play Devil's Advocate. Hold on. Let's play Devil's Advocate just for one second, okay? Does the score matter against Penn State? Because it's a common opponent. Michigan's only real quality win will be over Penn State. Technically. Technically, Ohio State's win at home against Notre Dame is better because they'll have two wins. Well, I mean, at the time, it's yeah, but it doesn't. It's it's not now. Fair, yeah, so, fair. I mean, I just playing devil's advocate on Ohio State, saying, wait a minute, we should be ranked higher than Michigan just because we beat Notre Dame. Ohio State's They've got only beat Penn State. To worry about than their rankings right now. There's a lot of things going on with all this other stuff. This is not good for who? Michigan or Ohio State? 
It doesn't look good for anyone in the Big Ten, to be perfectly honest, after what I read today they, about everybody snitching on everybody. They saying, pulled the wrong thread. I mean, that's why it's you got to be really careful when you want to expose somebody else and you got skeletons in your closet. You got to be careful, man. Right. Like you, you, did you really want to be kicking that door open and saying, like, look, look, look. Oh, don't look at this over here. Forget about that. Just look over here. And people were like, yeah, but there's like two dead bodies behind you, dude. Like, what, what, what do you mean? Like, yeah, there's a dead body there, but there's two behind you. What did you do? Oh, I didn't do anything. It's just all them. Really? Are you sure? Because it sure feels like. This literally is turning into Spygate 2.0. I was making the joke about it, but this is following the trek really consistently because we found out during Spygate that numerous teams were stealing signs. They just weren't using a camera to do it. We're finding out that numerous Big Ten teams were traveling around with people in stands, literally keeping track of signs. They just weren't using a guy either on the sidelines or a guy who was using a camera of some sort to tape and document it. I mean, this is very, very similar. And now the Big Ten is going to have to answer these questions. What did Ryan Day know? Is Ryan Day tied to the to the PIs who went and investigated this for Ohio State? If Ryan Day hired a private investigator to go and investigate Jim Harbaugh in Michigan, and then we find out that Purdue and Indiana and everybody else They've all been doing this the whole time. What are we doing? It's this is good. unbelievable. It's not good. I don't. I, I I read a little bit and I was like, this is this Bad. is just put the just put the, the headphones in the ear in the uh, helmets and be done with the signs. Fair. Like seriously, stop. It's simple, and you have the money to do it, so you can't even say it's too expensive or whatever. Right. It was a, it's a four, it's a 30 year old rule done to try to level the playing field, so Michigan and Alabama can't outspend. You know. UAB. It's just stupid. <laughs> it's just, it's really dumb. The rule is stupid. It, it, it's, it's just, it's, it's archaic and dumb. And yes, maybe they went a bit too far with sending somebody around. And I don't really, this story is nothing to me besides essentially this is an indication as to how the fellow coaches feel about Jim Harbaugh. They don't like him. They want him gone for a variety of reasons. They mm. want him gone which I'm fine with. Okay. But does the NCAA want him gone? Cause that's the only thing that matters because the big 10 bylaw and the NCAA bylaw are different in the big 10. The university is not responsible for what the coach does in the NCAA. The university is responsible for what the coach does. <laughs> so it's very like you from a big 10 perspective, they can say, Suspend Harbaugh and we're done. Michigan right. can go on and play for the national play for a Big Ten title and play okay. for a national championship, and there's no worries. There's no okay. issues. The NCAA can come back and say, "Well, hold on a second. Your coach did this. You, Michigan, you are responsible for what Jim Harbaugh did. We can keep you out of the playoffs. We can keep you. We can bull ban you right now. The whole thing's just got to be done. The whole thing <laughs> is just has to be done. They got to just get one." How can I, I, that didn't even make sense. That, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So there's, I thought my head hurt from the Big Ten Conference Championship tiebreaker. That right there would drive. I don't have a clue. Well, they said it don't matter. Well, no, they said it did. So Which is why the Big Ten is making a mistake. What? See, the mistake the Big Ten is making with this investigation is they are trying to supersede what's going on with the NCAA. They should just say it's an NCAA matter. Let them deal with it. 
But the Big Ten, because they got a bunch of pissy pant people around like Ryan Day in Ohio State, they were going, wait, 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 they're doing this. You have to get involved. No, you get involved. <laughs> Let the NCAA get involved because they're already investigating Michigan. But because they want it actionable now. They don't want it actionable when the NCAA is going to do this because mm-hmm. the Committee on Infractions will have their hearing next year in 2024. Remember, Jim Harbaugh already served a three-game suspension for practicing during COVID that the NCAA is investigating, and the Committee on Infractions will have a hearing next year after the football season. The Big Ten folks want it done right now because they want Michigan out of the Big Ten championship game. I've never heard you do that voice before. Chad is <laughs> is reacting to the voice more than even what you said, but how you said it, which is my Ryan Day know, voice. That's, that's what that Ohio is. Ohio versus the world. It's my Ryan Day voice. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. I don't know. It's Wednesday and we're talking about this still. I can't wait to just talk about the game. But it is the game. You, you have to talk about this because it impacts the game. The game. Meaning what they call Ohio state, Michigan, because both Ryan day and Jim Harbaugh game yet. We're talking about Michigan, Penn state. I know, but Ohio state, Michigan, both head coaches might not be there. They both might be suspended for it. It's unbelievable. They're not going to suspend him for this weekend. Who Jim Harbaugh? No, but the game after Thanksgiving, Mm, I don't know. (laughs) You might have both. Both guys might be out. That may be the compromise that they come up with and go, okay, fine. You both are out. Neither coach can be there. That'll be so bizarre. (laughs) It's not. I would bet that they're both going to be there. So would I. And Michigan is fine with that. You know, who's not fine with that is Ohio state. That's who's trying to get him out. They don't want Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines. Why? They can't beat him. That's why. Oh boy. They okay. can't beat him. If you can't beat him, go try to get him out. Ryan I Day can't beat Jim Harbaugh. I hope Michigan beats Ohio's ass. I'm sorry. I'm just, not, I'm just not worried about Penn State. <laughs> I'm just not, I haven't been worried about Penn State. Maybe I should be. I'm just not worried. It would have to be all sorts of turnovers and errors by Michigan to lose this game this week. I don't, I just don't think Penn State can score enough points. That's my agree. issue. Yep. But turnovers can help that. Yeah. I mean, pick sixes and fumble recoveries in the red zone and things like that. So uh, I mean, the Penn State defense is good enough to do it. So that's the key. Penn State's defense got to win that game. It's like Ohio. It's like Iowa. All right. So you like Philly tonight? Plus two? Just want to see them play good. Against the Celtics. <laughs> I mean, that means you know they're going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's your answer, bud. When you know your team's going to lose, that's your answer. I just want them to play good. Just play well, please. Just, just be competitive, please. Like, so Embiid, by the way, j- just to give uh, JY some props here. So Embiid, over the last two games against the Celtics, yeah, he scored 52 on my birthday last year. Yeah. He scored... 41 in the game back a year ago in February of or yep. in February of 23. But in the two games, but the games before that, he had scored 28, 26, 19, and 25 in 2022. So last year, 28, 41, 52 against Boston. The year before, 28, 26, and 19. So I'll be curious to see what the defensive game plan is going to be tonight against Embiid, given there's no Harden. So you have Maxi. But Boston can handle wings because of Tatum and Brown. 
They can, right. Athletic wings, Boston can handle. It's Embiid's that's been the question. And then the third scoring option, which they don't really have in Philadelphia. So I'll be curious how this goes tonight. But I think, I mean, getting White back is huge for Boston just from a rotational standpoint. Drew Holiday is going to be tremendous tonight. Put it in the chat. Boston minus two, Philly plus two. Watch the chat roll with all Boston bets. It, Why in the hell would you take Philly in this spot? I mean, seriously. They're at home. I mean, Jules gave a pretty good case. He he laid it out pretty good for why you take Philadelphia tonight. Books are going to need Philly. Oh, there's no debate. <laughs> there's, books the are going to need Numbers Philly. going up already. It's two and a half already. So, yeah, the books are going to need Philadelphia. There's no debate. The books are going to need Philly. Yeah. Can you bet over on, on a Nick game, even with Wembeyama playing? This is hard, right? I mean, the Knicks are an under team, in particular at home. Yeah. Yet the Spurs don't play defense, and Wembeyama wants to run, and, you know, and Pop wants him to run, amazingly enough. They want to go up tempo. I mean, the number's starting to come down when you look at all the all the different places. The total on the side. I would lean over right now. Right. Yeah, because the Knicks will play their style and run and just outscore them. I can't believe the number's 10. I, I cannot believe the number's 10. I had to double check it. I was like, wait a minute, what? The Knicks are double-digit favorites against who? Anyone can't believe it. What are we doing? Like, wow. Boston, 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 Boston by 10. Celtics. Yep. Boston minus the there's nobody taking Philly. LL just came in. He said, if I can get two and a half a tip, I'll take Philadelphia. It's two and a half now. Yeah. Well, we'll see if it continues. I don't, I mean, it's going to go to three. Let me click this thing. Click refresh. Oh, it bounced to three in town. I guess every, I was going to say it'll take three. Mm. Oh no. I thought they would take three. Maybe not. Maybe it'll go past three. Right. Three and a half. Yeah, that's it. Whew. Yeah, I can't see higher than three and a half. Though. I don't know. This the 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 San Antonio, New York game. I want to see. Like I saw Wimby had a quote, like it's just another game when you're going to Madison Square Garden. He didn't do that pay homage to, oh, it's the first game in in the vaulted, you know, vaunted. But it hasn't garden. been that. MSG hasn't been that for a long time. For the kids, he's a kid. It's I mean, like, yeah. eh, it's another trip on the, it's a, it's another game it's on the road a, trip. You know, it's it's called the Mecca, but it hasn't been that for thirty years. Oh boy, it just hasn't. New York people. I've been there Where a bunch. I I mean, I've been to multiple Big East tournaments there. I've been to games there, St. John's games. I've been to Nick games. I've been to hockey games and Ranger games. Ranger game was hopping last night. I mean, it's it's just a, it's a nice place, but it's, nice. it's not like. Not it like used it to be this amazing place. You were like, oh my gosh, you walk right off the New York City streets, right into this big of, you know, right down into the bowels of this, of MSG. Yeah. It, it just doesn't, eh. I mean, I, I would equate it to playing at T-Mobile Arena. Like it's, wow. there's just nothing like that makes me go, oh my gosh, I'm in this presence of greatness. Like what? What have they done? Even what, Spike Lee, right down on the sideline. What have they won? Yeah, but they have a bunch of rich people on the sidelines. Big whoop. I mean, that's okay. That's it's New York. I mean, you see, that's like here. You know, you walk down the street and see random celebrities all the time. It's crazy. You really so, do. I mean, it's like it's not you the really big deal. Do. Living in New York, the same thing. Like, oh, I, you know, every New Yorker has got their story of, you know, I had you know, lunch next to Matthew McConaughey or I had, right, you know, right. breakfast with so-and-so who was sitting next to Robert De Niro was having a coffee next to me or something. Like, that's just a normal New Yorker thing. It's a yeah. normal thing in Vegas. Like, you know, 
my my daughter knows that I idolize David Goggins. David Goggins runs by our house. Yep. <laughs> like yeah. it's we're driving down the street. There's David Goggins. Right. Wait, daddy, that's the guy that changed your life. Yeah, that's the guy that changed yeah, my life. That's him. Yeah. It's just he happens to be running right by my house. Like that's just what Las Vegas is. It's a different place to live. Yeah. New York is very similar. So I I don't know. MSG, you can you can have it. I'm, the I'm, Mecca of mediocrity. Oh, I like that. Larry Chick came Fair. in and said that's all that's that's JPC to fourth. Good call. Who do you like? Golden State or Denver tonight? This is a hard game. I went over it's this. It's a really like hard game. I keep falling for the Golden State. I keep um, falling for Denver. Yeah. I think they I, I think they trade blows right to the last basket tonight. Because Denver, I mean, I, I bet Denver first half and I bet Denver the game for their last right. game. They didn't cover the first half and they outscored for who they played, but they, 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 they destroyed the Pelicans. Pelicans 40 to 20. They 40 to 21 in the third quarter. And in the fourth quarter, outscored him. I think I was scoring by five or six. Won the game by fifteen points. We're down by ten at half. <laughs> yeah, I I, I I should have done the waterfall gift uh, with halftime bets of that. I I saw yeah. that score and I'm like, oh gosh, Denver's gonna crush them. Here it comes you take every bet in the book on one side and you sit yeah. there and you know you're like, can't stop them from betting it. You know they're gonna win, and they did. I think they trade blows. I think this is 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 a fun game to watch. I think it goes over. It's 227. Mm. I'm surprised it's not 232, 233, somewhere in that neighborhood. I mean, there's some high totals tonight on the board. Let me double check. Where's the highest one? No, that is oh yeah, 242. Utah and Indiana. How is that 242? Because wow. Indiana. I guess 239 and a half, 240, Washington, Charlotte. That game's going to go over. They're giving up. Indiana's giving up 130 tonight. Yeah. I think the question. game goes over. It's going up uh, four, minus four, minus four. It's moving right now. Guys, if you're watching in the risk room somewhere, uh, God bless you all and enjoy this college basketball season because it's going to be very interesting for you. But this is a fun game because it's the last game, too. Right. So it'll be right. on. There'll be a lot of things rolling to it. There's a lot of interesting, different type of matchups tonight in the NBA. A lot of like cross conference teams not in each other's division. Mm-hmm. This is a good. This is a good. Uh, I think it's a good indicator for both teams. I, I, I just, I mean, Jules told us Draymond's not playing. See if Joker's hurt, dinged up, minutes restriction. Yeah, he's got the wrist. He has the wrist. He, but he played the last game with a triple double with it. So, uh, 35 points, 12 rebounds, 10 assists. I think he went with, with the wrist. So it's like, how bad is the rich? Really? I don't know. I pre, I, I lend, I I lean Denver, right? College basketball, number 10, Florida Atlantic. This number has run up to six and a half. I have a much better number here with this one. I, I can't, I couldn't believe it when I saw it at four and a half. I was like, wait, what, what, how, how, and it was moving after I bet it, it was moving while I was doing research. I watched it go to five and five and a half and six and now six and a half. I don't know what the, what the top is for this, but where's wind trust arena. Where's, where's the game being played at? Um, this is on. a neutral site because Arizona state's playing Mississippi state right after in right. the same place. Hold so on. somebody in the chat put uh, where wind trust arena is. Uh, hold on da, 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 da. on this. Um, yeah, I think it's what do you call it? I think I thought yeah, that's good. I thought actually, I actually thought it was in Chicago. Um, I don't think yeah, so. it, it's in Chicago. I was right. Oh, DePaul. 
It's in Chicago. It's in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought I thought so. I thought so. I was like, wait a minute. I, well, Arizona I, State, I, Mississippi State are playing there too. Interesting. Yeah. Afterwards, but th- this is the first game. This is Leo Chicago is the host of it, uh, so they'll have all their they'll have all their fans there. It'll be a home game. Well, you if you like six and a half, you better bet it now. It's moving two places offshore right now. Down or seven. up. Seven. seven. Yeah. yeah, it's going. I don't know what uh, again. I don't know what ceiling is. This is going to be one of my better CLV. You know, either, oh, A O W N said this is a barstool event. How about that? Did not know oh, that it's a barstool Chicago event. Oh, that's what it says. Yeah, huh? Interesting. I did not know that. Did not know that. Yeah. So they, they, oh yeah, the barstool sports invitational. Oh, there's a bunch of different games. I guess there's a women's game. Okay. Well, that's I guess, what they uh, did here the other night. They had a men's game. Well, no, that's games, tomorrow. I guess I, I guess that's not part of it. This is this is FAU, Loyola, Arizona, Arizona State, Mississippi State. Okay. For this. So oh God, they're calling this game. Yikes. This is not gonna Johnny be Johnny Parley just came in to chat and said it's not near the DePaul campus, though it's south of the loop, but it's DePaul's new arena replacing Rosemont. Thank you, Johnny. But it's all going to be – it's a home game, essentially. It's not the not on campus I mean, it's, for Chicago. I mean, it's close to Loyola. Yeah, Loyola is going to have all their fans there. But FAU is going to kill them. I, 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 FAU is – they're bringing back everybody except one guy from the Final Four team last year. Wow. Like, okay. I, could, I, don't, I don't understand it. I mean, like you're asking Loyola, who is bringing in – they were a 500 team last year. They're changing conferences. They're now in the American, I believe. They left the Valley. Huh. But – I they have a bunch of like transfers who've come in here, but I'm not up against a continuity team like JY said. Nah, man, I'm all over Florida Atlantic. I have nothing, I have no idea what to do with this except I'm gonna watch Mississippi State. I, I've been told by some people to watch this team that Mississippi State may be better than people think. Really? Yeah, that this may okay. be a team, it's a team in the SEC to pay attention to, that they may have something to be said. Arizona State's always one of those teams that they're supposed to be great and they fall on their face far too often. There's a lot of unhappy Sun Devil basketball fans right now. So you may be catching a program on the slide here uh, to jump in with okay. the, with this one, but I've got I have no real opinion on this game. Uh, the Kings are playing the uh, being here tonight against yep. Vegas. This is, <laughs> I got six and a half last night. I have no idea why the books put this at six and a half. What this goal, this goalie matchup is absolutely fire under even under six at fire on it. Really? Talbot's got a 1.67 goals against average on the road. Hill's got a 1.7 goals against average at home. Huh. I mean, both these goaltenders are unbelievable. Five, nothing shut out by Talbot in their last game. The Kings have won all three games on this road trip. It's their fourth game on the roadie. They got the penguins at home tomorrow too. It's a weird playoff game type atmosphere right? and road. Yeah. Road and home. Usually the, the West coast teams don't have that with the East coast team, but. Um, I don't know. First blush, I like over. No, I do. no way. It yeah. went four. Th- it went four three in the first matchup, and that's why. There's no way this game's going over. Can't see yeah. it at all. I like over. Vegas is I the middle under team at home. What, why do you like over? What's the what's the just, I just I like guess? Over. I don't know. I just like over. But why this matchup? I just like the. I I saw the number. It's six over fifteen now. Six over twenty. Right. It was six and a half. I last like night. the game over. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I, I, with Hill and Talbot both in net, I don't. I mean, I, I can be wrong, but I don't. First period under, under one and a half goals, game under, Vegas to win. Those are my three bets on this game. Ooh. Wait. What'd you say that the first bet was? First period under one and a half. Okay. Game under. Okay. Vegas wins. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, that's, 
the way to bet it if you like Vegas. I think I I, I think they trade scores uh, a little bit. I don't know if it's in the first period. The first period under is probably good. That's the way the Vegas has been starting. I don't know. Between this and Ottawa-Toronto, there's two good hockey games tonight. Very interested in watching both. Trying to see if I can uh, if I can get a pass. I'm, I'm going to go down maybe and watch the, the Knights game. Remember, the Knights lost their last game, too. So another, it's TNT, national TV. 6-2-1 yeah. Talbot, 6-0-1 oh, Hill in net. The last five games for the Kings have been pretty impressive. 5-4-4-3-4-1-3-2-5-nothing. They are 3-0 and to the under on this road trip. Yeah. This will be fun. This will be this will be um good if you're up late back east, like stay up and watch this hockey game. I think you'll get a good indicator. These two teams are gonna see each other again, most likely in the playoffs. And they don't like each other. So it's yeah, great. this will be fun. This is when the Knights came into the league. This is the team that everybody circled because everyone's like, So what's the rival? What's the rival? Is it gonna be Arizona? Everyone's like, fuck no. It's the Kings. <laughs> it was like a hundred percent everyone in town was like the Kings. We want LA, which is why an NBA franchise here would be so epic. Oh yeah, they will hate both LA teams with a passion. Well, a, a, a team here would be perfect. I mean, even for the Utah, for the right. Suns, for the Lakers. Geographically even, speaking, it's you perfect. Know, the Golden State and Sacramento, both like they'll they'll want to make Vegas the little brother to all of them. Like you guys yep. are showing up now, and right. you know. Be in a Western conference with us. Oh, okay. You know, so bring it on. I love it. I don't know. If Arizona gets good, that'll be a fun little matchup too. That'll be a good, you know, back-to-back trip, Vegas and uh, basketball or or hockey. No, hockey. If the coyotes get good, that'll be that'll be a good matchup because they're the little brother right now. Right. Yeah, they are they ever. And they play in a little brother arena. So yes, it's 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 everything about it right now is little, but they could come up in absolutely. All right. Uh college football. Wednesday, we take a look at the numbers. Only four games that have ranked teams playing each other worth talking about. Uh, right. Georgia, number two in the country, 11-point favorites against number nine, Ole Miss. Totals 59 in this game. Favorite and over? It's, yeah. I mean, you think that's too low? No, it's just, uh, look, Ole Miss doesn't play any defense. That's why. At all. But I don't know how many points Ole Miss is going to score on Georgia. So I feel like they got to take the air out of the ball. They can't go up tempo. I don't think they change a thing. I think they try to outscore them. Yeah. Man, good luck with that. That's, that's I don't think it's going to work. Right. That's why you get run out of this. Why you might get right. run off the field. I mean, initial number uh, at the joint, our, one of our favorites at Circa was 12, and they took. So it went down, and it's come back up. Um, I don't know. First blush is favorite and over. Yes. Yeah. This is a big game for Georgia because it at least quiets down any questions people have about, well, who have you played so far? So if they go in there and curb stop Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin, it's a, it's, it's a big, it's a good message to the committee. Like Do they hey, start slow again though. Like this is they, another one of those. Well, like, if, that's the thing. If Ole Miss gets off to a fast start, that could be a problem. Right. I mean, that's the worry if, if they offensively, if they're sputtering in the first quarter and it's like 14, nothing or whatever, maybe a hell of an in-game opportunity with Georgia. Ole Miss gets up quick. Maybe, but it did, I feel like this is not a statement game. Georgia has a statement game every game because they're the number one team. In the yeah, but they haven't played like, a top 10 team they yet. Gotta, it, it, this is the top 10 team. They got a they chance gotta, to hammer. They got to blast this yep. team, right? Agreed. Yep, they gotta I would agree. Blast this team. They're not going to, like, if they have a chance to go and score a bleep you touchdown, they're going to do it. Oh, we're trying to hang 50. 
Agreed. We're trying to get the total over ourselves Agreed. for Georgia, yeah. I think. I agree with you. We're not no, trying I, to just squeeze by and play good defense. And No, we're giving it to Ole Miss and letting the rest of the SEC know we ain't stopping. Right. And, frankly, Alabama. It's a message to the Crimson Tide. Oh, you guys played Ole Miss. You had your issues. We played Ole Miss, and we knocked them into next week. Fair. See you guys in Atlanta. <laughs> Let's have some fun. Don't forget who we are. We're the two-time champs. can't believe there's only three regular season games left for college football. I cannot believe it. It's November 8th. It's getting yeah. dark at 4.15 to 4.30, and there's only three actual college football full weekends left. I can't believe it. It's gone so fast. The second game we circled in June, Michigan at Penn State. Numbers four and a half. Totals 45 and a half. Under. That's my first thought is under. Agreed. I just don't, because Michigan's offense hasn't been all that explosive either. And I think Penn State's defense keeps them in the game. That That is what concerns me about the four and a half. Yeah. That it could be a four or three point win. That hook matters to me. 2017 final? Uh, this, this Penn State gets 17 points. They might. Defensively, they might. Oh, hold on. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I got to talk to some more people and get get encouraged a little bit more about. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't help I you can't, there. I, I know. I, it's, <laughs> it's four and a half or 45. I just, this has the makings of an ugly, like, you know, I'll be aggravated by the third quarter. It'll be 21 to three and I'll be going, yes. why did you do this to me again? That's why right. did I fall for this again? James Franklin, I could put my, shave my head tight, put the glasses on, put the Penn State gear on and we could be cousins. And uh, people are like, what do you, what do you keep falling for it for every year? He can't win a big game to beat anybody good. He's two and seven, right? Against top 10 teams. It's no good. It's no good. The adjustments. Ranieri hit me with a stat yesterday. Penn State and Michigan have outscored yeah. their opponents combined in the third quarter 211 to zero. How much of that's Michigan? A lot of it. <laughs> A lot. I mean, they, they did a job. This on, is like me and Mark Cuban getting together, and we're, we're combined. We're, we're a billionaire. They, they, <laughs> like did, they, they did a lot. They did a lot of damage with the UMass. They put up a lot of points. Ooh, in the okay. Quarter against UMass. The best okay. stat of college football yet so far of the year is that not a single snap for an opposing offense has been taken inside the ten yard line right? for Michigan all year. Oh, yeah. That's unbelievable. That's not encouraging. That's not, not a that's single not offensive not snap open. has been done inside the 10 yard line for Michigan football in 2023. Yeah. It's November. Thanks. <laughs> it's November. Yeah. You don't drive on that defense. Every they touchdown. Got all the, they got all the sides. Every touchdown the given up has been outside the yeah. 20 yard line. Thanks. I got that from Furman. Thanks. You <laughs> can't wait. I know he's going to text me on Saturday. He is. He did it again. He fell for it again. Todd, leave me alone. <laughs> Washington against Utah. This is the game in the Pac-12. I can't wait to watch this game. This is it. This is Washington's final major test before the big for the Pac-12 title game. 
They're going to lose. This is the game they're going to lose. Um, we saw Utah at home against Oregon. Yep. Non-competitive. Not even fun to Not watch. Not competitive at all. Like done watching in the halfway through the third quarter. Like there's no, re- they're not coming back and they're not scoring. Nope. Washington beat Oregon by three. They beat yeah. them though. 35, but Utah's I mean, not going there to win the game. I know, but like, so they lost to Oregon 35 6, right? They turned around and beat Arizona State 55 3. So they bounced back, took out the frustrations out on Arizona State. Now they go on the road. They beat. Southern Cal, 34-32 on the road. They lost to Oregon State, 21-7 in the road trip before that. I don't know if they can go to Seattle and win. Asking a lot of Utah. I don't think they're going to win. Can they cover? I think they can cover. Yeah. Give me 10. I feel much better about it. Let's see. May not be out of the realm of possibilities. Painted nine and a half. I don't know anybody's so, taking. I don't know anybody's laying. That's interesting. Um, I don't know. First blushes, Washington continues the road to Vegas for the Pac-12 championship. Wins. You may have to get a cover late, you know, or Utah may cover late. Right. I don't think it's any – I don't think Utah is in uh, any threat to win the game. So – First thought is fair. Well, that's the case. If you don't oh, think there's any, any threat, then I think you just lay the points. That's yeah. That's right where I, that's where I'm at Wednesday. Okay. I mean, if the game's not going to be <laughs> if you don't think well, Utah's going to have any shot of winning. 17. Then, oh, just lay the like points that? in. Okay. That's a route. Okay. Yeah. And Washington lay the route. Yeah. All right. I don't I don't know. I may not even play this game. And then finally, big game in the SEC, not from a national championship playoff perspective, just from a ball perspective and rankings and whatnot. Tennessee at, at Missouri. Missouri looked really good last week. I mean, I know they lost to Georgia on the road. Yes, they did. No, they just, in the fourth quarter, they just made a couple of bad mistakes. This is just, they just, you know, Georgia's Georgia, but they were right there. I mean, they had a couple of plays where they could have taken the lead in the fourth quarter or even won the game. Right. It's a big game. Tennessee last week destroyed UConn. They beat uh, Kentucky on the road after losing to Alabama by 14. Coin flip game. Over is, it. Over is the only play. Is it? To me, yeah. Hmm. Both these offenses are going to score. I can't believe you didn't put Pitt at Syracuse oh, yeah. on the list of games for us. That'll go on Friday's show. Oh, sure. Make sure you're here. Why would I, if, if, I'm, if I'm putting disgusting football on, on the rundown, why not just put Iowa on it? That has to be on there. It's on Friday. will be lowest yes, rated total ever in the history of college football. It, that has to be a discussion. It will be. Yes, Friday. We don't yeah. want to show everybody our cards. No, I just want to, I just want to see how, how low is that going to go? That's my question. Uh, we may have already reached the bottom. One game, too, that I think will make the list. No, not Rutgers and Iowa, although it is 28 in three places. 28? What are you people doing? Um, Iowa State and BYU is interesting because of your bet. With Iowa well, State that's total. Um, I, I I have that plan for okay. bonus time. We're going to okay. we'll, so, we'll get into that during bonus time. All right. Very good. And then I think we have to address uh, Arizona laying a gigantic number. I think it's a gigantic number at Colorado. Arizona's covered five in a row. They've been very good 
They're laying 10 and a half. The total's the speed limit in the slow places, 55. Um, that'll be a nice pack 12er in the middle of the day. Yeah, for us. To watch to watch on Saturday yeah. for sure. Uh, we can do this inside of our time with Sports yep. Grid. You guys don't get this normally. Better to book a time. All right. I am going back to one of my favorite plays. You're going to get a lot of Creighton. This is back. You're going to get a lot of Drake. Drake is back. (laughs) Drake is back. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. So Drake is Drake is the uh, preseason pick to win the Missouri Valley. Mm. Tucker DeVries, son of Darren DeVries, is the preseason Valley player of the year. Okay. They got a six foot 10 kid who is going to be a pain in the ass for anybody who plays because he can rebound and box you out. They won the Valley tournament tonight. They're dropping the banner at the nap center. Number scared me. 13 and a half, 14, little too rich for my blood. Hmm. Drake scored 80 points or more 13 times last year, including all three in the first three games of the regular season. Lipscomb lost to Wichita state in their first game, giving up 85 points. Drake's going to run and shoot and score tonight. Drake team total over 79 and a half. Better to book it. It's crazy. Right now, the board moved Florida Atlantic to seven. As I mean, I know we got a lot of people here watching the show. And again, we like, subscribe, all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're moving lines. I don't think so. <laughs> Somebody might be moving lines and watching the show. I don't know. But this one here. After what you did yesterday with the Creighton Creighton number, yep, and all that other stuff, every number hit for Creighton that, that closed at eighty nine and a half. Yeah. Every number cleared, absurd. <laughs> Go to one hundred five. It's absurd. All right, over seventy nine and a half in Lipscomb Drake. We're the only show in the country <laughs> talking about this. I love my Drake Bulldogs. D-Rock, they're playing here in Vegas. They're playing Henderson. I get to see Drake and Creighton play in one season in Creighton, or sorry, in Vegas, in Vegas. coming up in December. I can't I'm wait. so excited. I'm going with you. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll meet you there. Um, so fun. Totals 144 and a half. Yeah. You don't like the game over. I'm concerned about Lipscomb. I don't know how many points they're going to score. Mm. I think Drake's scoring. I know Drake's scoring. I don't know about Lipscomb. I'm more comfortable just saying Drake's All right. Convince me. Bet it. Chris Covey in the chat just said Lipscomb is caca. They are. Well, we don't like caca. So let's <laughs> so, go over. They over. they are um they are a team that won 20 games last year. They did have a couple of shockers. They beat Louisville last year, but Louisville was garbage last year. So okay. like, they're not they're not like they're not Florida Atlantic bad, okay? Or sorry, Florida AM bad. That that they're not like last night with the Creighton playing Florida AM. They're not that bad. Jays were 35 and a half point favorites. It's 13 and a half or 14, right? Right, right. now for Drake? It's actually Drake is 16 and a half oh. places and they're moving it down right now. 15 and a half. Just so moved. Coincidentally, okay, so all at the same time. It was 13 and a half last night and or 14. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to lay that number. I'm, I'm concerned about that number. Just rather lay what I think is going to happen. And that Drake is going to score a lot of points. The Nap Center is going to be excited tonight for the banner drop for winning the Valley Championship. It's going to be a fun night. So 
Kids get their rings. One star Gorov just came in and said, Drake, Nevada, he will be there no matter what. So he'll be there at the game, too. So we'll I got Creighton UNLV and I got Drake in Nevada playing at in Henderson at the Dollar Loan Center this season. I absolutely love it. It's phenomenal. Well, it looks like I'm going to have the best number. Rocks at the Dollar Loan Let's Center. Do it. Oh, that's right. We know that guy. We're going to reach out. Oh, we, I got two games. Tell me, I got two games we need the back box for. All right. We'll bring That'll the kids tremendous. and everything. We'll set yeah, them up that, there. That would be right. awesome. Yeah, we'll do that. I got the best number on the planet, but many might not mean anything. FAU minus four and a half against Loyola Chicago. Bet it. Yeah. I mean, JY said it. As you said it, the number's flown. I don't even want to discuss it. Okay. Celtics minus two. No, I can't. I, I'm not dressed like freaking Wilt Chamberlain. What do you mean? No. Julius You're just going to booking it. You're just saying no. Booking it. <laughs> I, I, I'm it. booking it because every book in the world is going to need this. This is maybe we'll get the book. We'll get right one time, and we'll we'll be on the right side of this the book. Game. Cleaned up last night with the with the San Jose Sharks. Who the hell bet on the Sharks last night? Not too many people. Nobody. Yeah, the whole world was on. Was on how are the Flyers minus one ninety over anybody? I mean, like in reverse, think. It's hard oh, yeah. to believe. Well, no, I mean, I puck get the line was the right play because you didn't the, lay juice. Right. But the puck line, I mean, but, but still, it was a, it was a good number. It was the right number for the books. I mean, they put the right number up and that's well, again, and the, every I mean, game the goalie for the Sharks stood on his head. Thirty nine to 19. They got outshot right. over four in a power play. I mean, they, that's hockey. Sometimes yeah. you win games. Like they that. literally went to the locker room and said that there was a gigantic relief, a gigantic exhale after the game because they didn't set the record. That was a playoff right. game for them. Like, right. they, like Oh, look at that frozen face. Oh, no. Mikey, awesome. Got you bad. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh. Are we back? When they get you, like, when you freeze like that, when you're... Eh. Uh, uh. <laughs> on that, yes. <laughs> they, they they get you. So I, I, I'll do one for Mikey. You can use that one. Yeah, there you go. Um, no, they were so excited because they didn't set the record. So that's right. why I think, I think that's where they get killed in the next two games because they know now they can just go back to being the, the Sharks, which are awful. But... Flyers. I mean, that's so I don't know. I mean, I, I just think Boston off of a loss last week or last game against the Timberwolves lost in overtime. It's Philly. It's a refocus game. And Philly's played nobody. Philly's played nobody. Schedule's okay. garbage. This is this is their first real good test for Philadelphia. And I think they get just like when we saw, but when Boston played a chance to when their first you know big games come in, they had a chance to flex a little bit and go, okay. So I think this is Boston's chance to flex a little bit tonight and off of a loss to come back and say, just remind you where who we are and, and what we're doing. Boston will go through a lull, but off their first loss, like the Bruins off their first loss, Celtics off their first loss. And then finally, Vegas under six and a half. I don't understand why you like over in this game. I like over. So I'll six now. I I mean Again, the winning team gets four. So when the winning oh. team gets four, I think they'll take at least four. So yeah, I can't agree. Four, I can't three, agree with five, that. Five, three, something like that. I'd I, be think really we'll get, I think we'll get goals. JPC the fourth said, fuck the Flyers. I just wanted to get that in. Amen to that. Sign off. I just can't. <laughs> I can't. If I'm looking at a four, I can't, I can't figure out which goalie has that bad of a game. Talbot or Hill has their worst game of the year. Would be by far the worst game of the year for both goaltenders. Is that the, uh, we got confirmation those two are playing? Yes, yes. Talbot. You know, boy, yes. that's going to be a great hockey game. Yes, boys I, and girls, I, if you're in the chat, and you like hockey at all, just watch this game. I, TNT. I, it's national TV. Everyone can watch it. Oh, that's perfect. It's national. It's nationally TV. National TV game. It's a huge. It's a absolutely huge game. 
Better uh, to book it, Senators Maple Leafs, six and a half over or under. I over. say over. Over, you yeah. You say bet it? Over, yeah. So okay. uh, Talbot has given up one, three, one, one, two, and none on the road this year. So four mm. goals for, four goals for him would be dramatic, <laughs> would be double his worst right performance. Right. Uh, and Hill at home this year is 6-0-1 overall. Hill at home has given up one, one, two, four against Chicago, two and none. So mm. four would four would tie his worst home perfect home performance. But that was after he played Chicago the game before. It was the home and a home and home. Wow. Autos his first period under and then live bet the over. There you go. Five and a half. Okay. Don't mind that. Middle well, is trying drop, to drop this will if this closes six, which it looks like it's going to do. Right. At regular places, not at like a fandle, but right. They'll move right away to five and a half if no goals in the first five minutes. Right. By the end of the first period, if there's only one goal, you might see a four and a half. And oh, over five is it. tremendous in hockey. I mean, over five is strength. Over four and a half and under five. I mean, that'd be great. I could have, I, have I already have under. So middle. Yeah. I can go and shoot the middle. So that's not bad. So, folks, that's what we do for better to book it. And you guys don't only see that or hear that on Sirius XM or on Sports Grid TV. That's what we do in bonus time. Come over and watch the show on our YouTube channel. You can see all the extra stuff, including most days where we do better to book it. We also do a favorite thing about today. We answer super chat questions. And I actually have a question for Dave about one of my own personal bets that we're going to get into coming up on the other side in a segment that we call bonus time. Uh, Okay. So how should I play this? This is, I'm going to, I'm going to make you answer the question that I'm getting asked left and right by the daily juice audience. Cause I'm not really sure what to do with this okay. and I can't. So, all right. So I have an Iowa state future mm-hmm. under five wins. Iowa state has five wins. I already bet on Iowa state last game and lost And I lost. Right. My inclination is to just eat the unit and just say, Let's not stress this. I'm up 18 units in college football. Right. Okay. I'm doing, I'm hitting 65% of my bets in college football. I'm doing very well in college football. Right. I don't need to chase for a one unit loss on one play. I tried it once. I lost. So technically now I'm favored last week too. Two and a half. Yep. Everyone is saying, look, this is the last time Iowa state's going to even have a shot at winning the game. It is. Right. Well, excuse me. What's the last two games? It's B. Well, they play BYU this right week. now, this right. week. Then Kansas at Kansas. Um, I believe so. Hold on. Let me double check. They play. No, sorry. At BYU home for Texas at Kansas state. Sorry. They lost to Kansas the last game. I, I mean, it'd be very surprising if they win either, either one of those last two games. Agreed. So this is the, this is the last one. So I got one guy who they don't listen to me. So I bet one unit, he bet seven. He's like, I have seven units on Iowa state under five wins. And I was like, well, wow. I didn't tell you, I didn't tell you to do that. He's like, well, what That's should I do? Okay. If I'm, if you're me, what should I do? And I was like, Oh, well, I don't know because you, you have a pretty, I would definitely be hedging. I definitely would be betting on Iowa state here for the next, at least for the BYU game. Mm-hmm. But I'm not so sure I want to touch this game. Like BYU is not good, but Provo is really hard to play. 
And the Cougars just got worked on the road in their last two games, 35, six and 37, seven, but they beat Texas tech at home 27, 14. And they beat Cincinnati 35, 27 at home. They suck on the road and they're good at home. So like, I'm inclined just to like, let it ride. And let's just, we, we tried the hedge once it didn't work. Let's just see if BYU can beat Iowa state because most likely it's going to be a push. And so then we're just, just Oh, one in one. And we lose 1.1 units on it versus going down. Oh, and three is the potential. Well, not if you bet Iowa state again. Okay. to bet Iowa state to win. They lose right now. I'm down two units. So they shock Texas. They beat Texas. Now I'm only three. They're not shocking Texas. I'm just saying the potential is there. If I go and bet it again, I'm opening myself up to potentially losing three units on one team that I wasn't seeing well to begin with versus just saying, you know what? I'm done with it. Let's just play it out and see if they lose out. If they lose out, we're at five. That's just a personal choice. I mean, there's no way now um, to correct it. Right. There's no hedging yeah, you've already you've done the hedge bet. I lost, right? You know they lo- they they lost the game, so now you can do it again. And right. if you win the straight bet on Iowa State, they win. You lose the 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 other bet. You wash that out. You still lose a unit. So you know either way, you're stuck one. So you could let it go, or I mean, the guy's got seven units on it. He could he could bet two units on Iowa state mm-hmm. and recover, you know, some of the loss on the under if they win, otherwise he wins, you know, he, he doesn't win. He pushes. If he got five, he got five and a half, you know, he wins. So right. it's a personal choice. There's no, there's no one way to answer that. I think you have to make the decision where you want to go. You had your shot last week at, you know, them yeah, winning, trying, trying to do it, and I yeah. missed it. So yeah, that's okay. So I'm, that's what to me. That's what I'm doing. I'm just gonna let it ride. I'm not gonna chase anymore. I'm just gonna look at. It. I'm, I'm, I've banked enough W's in college football that I can, I can absorb the one loss. And let's get Penn State to win. Let's get LSU. I guess LSU can't because they lost. The LSU will. The LSU future will fail. The Penn State future. So the Penn, the Penn State future is still live. The Iowa State future probably won't hit or could push. Push. And then maybe Michigan wins the whole damn thing and it covers it all. <laughs> it's eleven to one. So this is this is great. The, the, the chat is saying we're unit shaming, talking about units. I don't think we're we're not unit shaming. No, no I'm just saying. I'm just saying if I, I tell you, you're joking. It's yeah, a joke. Okay. Yeah, unit so shaming. I'm not talking mean. I'm just talking about like units. I know we, we we're in bonus time. We talk about penises. Okay, I know. I, I, yeah, I we got a lot of talk about that in the chat. I, under, I understand this. Uh, super chat question. This is we have one coming to us from Sonic. Mm. So, just wondering if you could do a chat survey of betting laws by state on the college level. For example, in Arizona, where college prop betting isn't allowed, this includes the team totals you have been doing on the juice. I don't understand why team totals aren't allowed. It's a good question. Why wouldn't that not be allowed? In some that, states, that's a prop in Arizona. A team throws a prop bet. They throw this stuff together at the beginning, and they make concessions to just make sure that anyone that might actually read it doesn't go. Wait, hold on, they can't do that. So they give these concessions in like team totals on college, and huh. they don't do it. 
I mean, he said, like, so he's, he said I read an article. Game props in New York, they can't do so many things right. in New York that they can do in other states. When I do the shows with Wetzel, he's like, I can't even see that on my app. So hmm. that's one of them. It's silly. Wow. Yeah, it's silly. Uh, so Sonic writes, I read an article about college betting laws by state. I'm wondering how restrictive states are for college. One, it seems to be to me to be one of these two packages. The first, it's spread money line over under full or half, or two, the full gamut of player props, game props, et cetera. I'm sure offshore is a workaround, but I'm curious more about the variance in the domestic laws state by state. They are pretty dramatic. I mean, oh, I think we, we 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 know that they are pretty dramatic. And like Dave was talking about, some of the states had real people writing the laws. Other people had clueless people writing their laws and were just throwing it together and just saying, oh, we don't care about that. Yeah, a team total is a prop. Yep, yep, yep. Go ahead. Make it illegal. Yep, that's fine. It's like, wait, but it's not a prop. It's an actual side. Like, what are we what are we talking about here? No, 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 it can't. You can't game full game halftime over under. That's it for college. It's all you can bet. Any bet, individual game, not individual player, like by week of game or schedule of a you know team, you right. can have those. Anything else, no good. Individual kids, player props, most of the time, no good. In Nevada, they choose not to do them. They are right. able to do them. They right. just choose not to do them because, one, they're hard to do. Right. Very, there's a lot of guesswork with the numbers, and there's a lot of like you don't know consistently who's playing, and the variance is nuts. So, like we didn't do them except for the bowl games, like when we when we did them, and it was a guess, but it was an educated guess. You know, um, I mean, take some of these games, you know, where there's big spreads. How how would you come up with a Milrow prop against you know directional state? It was very difficult. So it was just like easier, just don't do it. Well, when any discussions came about in legalizing this stuff or spreading it, they just say, we won't do that. Oh, okay, good. There's then, you know, the the perception is we well, can't get to the kids that way because they don't have props. And the politician hears that and goes, good, check, good, done. You know, the assistant says, oh, they're not going to do individual game props for players. Don't worry about it. Okay, sign it. Good, done. I mean, we couldn't do bets on UNLV here when I got here. And I was like, we've been taking every team. When I was offshore, we took everything. Like, we put up lines and we took bets. We live in Nevada. We're in Vegas. The school is 10 minutes away from here. And we can't take bets on it. Mm. Nothing made sense to me. Mm. And the old timers were like, that's what they had to okay so we could take bets on everything else. And that's part of it, too. Uh, Covey writes new today, an offshore book that starts with H is offering pre-built parlays as of today. First time I've ever seen them do it. No same game parlays, but games that they pick. Oh, oh really? If you can't beat them, join them, I guess, boys. Wow. I mean, if the software makes it easy to do, I guess they got to offer it. Because everyone else is offering it, and it's a high, it's a Yield. high margin product. Uh -huh. It's a high margin product that only helps the bottom line most of the time. Just scroll past it, like yeah, on the it. socials, like when you swipe left or swipe right or whatever you do, guys. If you log in and you have one of those, I swear I've never 
looked at one and thought, oh, I should play this. Right. <laughs> Again, that's just me. I'm not the customer. A lot I don't of trust the likes. They like this stuff done for the P-Roll. We've had meetings with people that told us this is the future. It is the future. Happen. Because the books want to make – the books are designed to take your money. <laughs> They're not in business to give you money. So anytime they offer me something, there's a reason for it. There's a string attached. <laughs> this is not like out of the goodness of their heart. Here's a parlor that's guaranteed to hit. Well, who designed it? Well, we did. Really? I'm supposed to believe you? <laughs> like – yeah. What can I bet on? As much as you want, really. What about well, the premium? A lot of them have caps. Because, yeah, some of them. But the, the, well, those are bonuses, right? Those are like the hit a three-point shot tonight in the Celtics game and you win 50 bucks. Like those are capped at 50 bucks. But a lot of the pre-made parlays don't have caps on them. You can do whatever you want with them. You can you can bet it because they want you to. Come on, bet. Come on. <laughs> Can't believe it. I, I never, I mean, like if you'd have told the me trap. 10 years ago, I'd have, I'd have been like, you, the book, we get to make the parlays and they're going to do them? Like, I don't think that'll ever catch on here. Um, Mikey, you, you can't write clipped penis in the Discord. You can't write that. What? You can't write on the live chat. Mikey just wrote clipped penis in the Discord. Oh, my God. What is happening? You can't write that, Mikey. You're, you're an admin. Wrench. You're an admin. You can't write that. He's a wrench. The number of connotations that come out of that sentence is unbelievable. What you in the hell is going on? In oh, my. Doing brisks in the chat? What are we doing? Lord. <laughs> come on, boys. What are we Never doing? forget when my brother had that done. My brother had it done at nine. Nine? <laughs> Might what? be the most horrific thing I've ever seen, heard, done, ever to any kid. It scarred me. Fuck scarring him. It scarred me. I just got a pain that I didn't know. I, I, it hurt me just now. Yeah. The doctors made it. It was kept on getting infected. So I said, we have to do it. Like, what do you oh. mean you have to do it? Like, you have to do it. Like, I was like, oh, my God. At nine. I was five. Or, no, I was four. When oh. Brother Doug got when not when it happened to me, it's this big ceremony and everybody oh, came over the house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, David, go outside. <laughs> like, why, what, what's everybody doing? The rabbi's going to come in here and do, do his yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he's going to, he, what? I remember my uncles were like, Dave, just go outside. Go ahead. Just go, go play on the plank set. <laughs> then he told me later what that was about. And I was like, what? It did what? Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> Screaming, crying. <laughs> we come into the world. We come into the world. We start thinking about like, why guys? Why are the way we are? Like, we come into the world. We had that the first experience, like on the, on the like first couple of months. Like, that's what you do to us. <laughs> like, the most sensitive part of our body. We're taking shears to and just lopping it off. Oh. <laughs> shears. Enjoy that. Uh, fair thing about today is what? Oh my god! Your sleep study. Oh, I'm just trying to recover from the thought of that. <laughs> I always thought, like, if I had a son, I was going to have to do that and hold the legs. No. Like, you Sorry, know, son. my dad did that. And he talked about that. Talk, you know, he said I had to turn, you know, when they did that to you guys and all that other stuff. It's Never tough. had a son, so I didn't have to worry about that. Thanks for putting that thought in my head. <laughs> yes. My favorite thing about today is that I think all of these three-year follow-up appointments from the stroke are Testing is done. Now Good. I just have to patiently wait for the results. But last Good. night, 
I went and spent the night at the Sleep Center of Nevada, which if you want to sponsor the show, we're more than welcome to do it because sure. I had a great experience. A young gentleman originally from Alaska who lives in Boulder City mm-hmm. and drives to this place every day to work. Wow. Put all this stuff all over me and said, he was talking to me as nice as could be. He actually, you know, I told him about the show. I said, yeah. I said, if you're bored and there at night, just put on YouTube or, you know, watch the show if you like sports and all this other stuff. But uh, I'm going to find out about a lot of, of how I sleep, which I sleep like a baby. My wife will tell you that I don't. But shit tells you a lot of things that aren't true. I found out about this, you know, storage shed after the fact. So I think it was just another reminder that we have so many people from all over again and that watch the show and things like that. And then a way of reminding guys, especially because we're terrible about this. I told someone this the other day. They said, I haven't been a doctor in 22 years. I said, that's nothing to brag about. Right. Go to the doctor. Take care of yourself. And I'm learning about all these things in my 50s now that we got to just be better at. And it was like, yes, wire me up, tape all this stuff to my head. He taped two things to my calf and he didn't shave the legs, which I don't have much hair on my legs, but he ripped them off this morning. And if I wasn't up at 430, I was up at 431 when he went. I was like, oh, oh, my. Uh So, um, but hopefully all went well. I slept like a baby and I woke up ready to go with all of this booking guests. I was talking to Julian and coach. They're like, what are you doing awake? Cause I sent them each a text this morning at five 15. And they're like, yeah, I'm up. What are you up for? Right. BVB basketball Wednesday. I need you done, done. Thank both of them. Favorite thing about today, the show as usual. Mm, I agree. Uh, not really my favorite thing about today, but I just want to uh, people who comment on the YouTube uh, video after the show is over. Andy Alba wrote something yesterday I wanted to read because I'm I can't figure out what he's trying to ask. He said, "I'm always watching from New York City. Is there any room for a seven second daily winner one fan pick that would be different? I watch you guys every day, and I'm sure many others do as well." Uh, uh, it says as, and we enjoy different type of swag and vibe that you guys bring to our fresh eyes. What's a seven second daily winner? One fan pick. I don't, can we, I mean, randomly just pick somebody to give us a second, seven, a seven second pick. Is that what that means? I don't know. We can't get anybody to agree on anything. We tried to do, we did a show last year on Saturdays on the discord channel and everybody came up to the you know podium and gave their, 30-second to 60-second pitch for their bet. Right. We voted on it afterward. Yeah. And it lost pretty much every single week. Discord, the Discord bet was an a, a iteration that I started back with the juice during COVID. It uh I stopped doing it because it went 0 11 and 1. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it can become a fade. I mean, you guys are more than welcome to put stuff in the super chat of games yeah. you want us to talk about. Right. Now, the problem is if you're not in this, the live show, you right. can't do it and we don't see it. You can leave those comments on the YouTube and we'll, and we'll get to them. We'll see I it. mean, yeah. anything that involves the people more, 
I'm in favor of if right. it helps the show. Like I would love to give people the platform to come on and talk and give picks and, you know, get hot and all this other shit or fade. You know, you got to come on when you lose, you got to come back. Like right. that's, that's what we talk about all the time. The winning and the losing ebbs and flows. So I don't know, Andy, but like, you know, it's seven seconds. Why seven seconds? That's a little fast, isn't it? I mean, I guess just like a quickie little, like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like, just like, this is what I'm betting. This is what I think today. Take Drake minus 14. Like, that's it. And just say it like that. I don't know. I just wanted to read that because I didn't know what he meant. So, Andy, we do read that stuff. We do read your comments. If you guys do comment after the fact, we do see those. So appreciate you guys. And, and, and I also wanted to thank everybody. We did hit the number on Monday yeah. show it was 115. And yesterday has 95 as of this morning. So you guys are doing a job. Appreciate every single one of you. Thank you so much. Back tomorrow on a Thursday, NFL college football day happening tomorrow. Same time, same place. Hope to guys see you guys for BVB on a Thursday. Go Sixers.